0: Welcome, everybody, back to Talking Gaming and Tech. We are back here this week. Yes, one of the microphones this week sounds a little strange, but that's okay. <laughs> we all else sound pretty good. So we are going to be working through that problem in the future, so everybody knows.
1: It's not my fault, something on their end
0: <laughs> It's something on Discord's end actually uh, But yeah, we're going to get into We're going to probably switch out for something Other than Discord for connecting to remotely For podcasting, anyway um, We have a number of stories this week And the big one we're going to be covering, and we're covering on the gaming side Because a lot of people tune into this channel because of gaming Because they want to know how to build their gaming rigs And that's why they tune into this channel And how to get high performance Out of their gaming rigs And that's Linux Tech Tips Done yeah, by Linus, Linus. Group. Linus Media Group. You you messed up his name. You've been listening to him for a decade. <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Linus Tech Tips and uh, done by Linus Media Group. Um, they've been around for a very very long time. I've been watching them pretty much from the start. Um, and they have grown very very big, maybe uh, too big, and possibly too big. And like I was saying before the podcast when we were talking, I think companies before they get too big, they need a good kick in the teeth. Uh, to really show them, listen, don't, you don't want to get too bigger than your britches. Your community is there to support you. And they're the ones who made you who you are. If you get beyond them, then that's not right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, and yeah, we're going to get into that like right away at the beginning after we get through our kind of daily updates of what's been going on over here. Um, But yeah, other than that, we have stories. We're going to get into the Baldars Gate 3 review since it's now up. It's launch Everybody's got it. It's growing in sales like immensely. Um, like it is on track to be game of the year, along with a whole bunch of other games this year have come out. But um, it is pretty damn impressive. And as of right now, I am saying, oh yeah, it's game of the year. Um, I really have to. (laughs) It's in the honeymoon phase, I guess you could say, where you are like, oh my god, this game is amazing. It's and it's it's gonna be that way for a couple months or more. Uh, and then it's when you look back and go, what games? What games really took that year? Um, but so far this game is taking the year, uh, because it is it is insanely impressive the amount of detail in that game but we'll get into the review at that point of the uh, uh of the podcast. Uh we're also going to get into Sony is investing into haptics in not in just controllers. Uh they're pushing for a lot more. So yeah, and if will And on the other half of it um, of the podcast uh, with the pop culture technology we're gonna get into a couple gadgets there is a gadget actually uh, from the Retrocaster. i thought it was actually pretty cool for a um, for people starting out podcasting i figure line bring brings on the show because it's a fairly cool device has a lot of capability and it is like a perfect starting device uh, along with we're gonna get into the trend of clear transparent tech gadgets are becoming a thing again which is pretty damn cool um, there's even it, a transparent. And I brought VR. that up
2: months ago. Yeah,
0: there's even a VR uh, <laughs> a PS, <laughs> VR PS2 uh, PS5 uh, headset. Well, P, the VR2 PS5 headset. Anyway, you uh, you, anyway, okay. you don't know. Yeah, a, there's a clear version of it. Um, yeah. Anyway, so we'll also get into the Ghostbusters short uh, using some new CGI technology, which is pretty cool. Well, I'll explain
2: it when they yeah, get yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's
0: kind of not a good thing, but okay. Oh well, no! I don't no, know. we'll get to it. Okay. Um. Oh, well, we're going to get into so. Uh. Obviously, there has been stupid amount of news about Ahsoka, like in the last like week, which has been really really cool. Uh. But the coolest thing I think was this featurette they did on. They uh, canceled
1: it. Awesome! Hooray! On they did a featurette <laughs> on
0: YouTube with uh, Dave Filoni called Master and Apprentice, and the reason why they called it Master Apprentice obviously because every single Star Wars story is focused around the master and apprentice. Um. And the, re- and the re- peck- and the and the reason why, um, is because Dave Filoni was George Lucas's apprentice. Um, he pretty much worshipped the guy for years, <laughs> um, so and like followed everything he did. He is and if anybody knows Dave Filoni is unmatched in trivia. You cannot beat him in trivia. He knows everything in Legends to the minus detail. Oh boy, he is yeah. Well then, he does has- he
1: know that his shows are getting worse. <laughs>
2: Um, There's this uh, guy on TikTok. He's a like like a librarian or a book guy, a store owner or mm-hmm. something like that. He's got like Bible from like the 1400s that's handwritten. He's like they're mil- worth millions of dollars. And he's got he's got the. F- Where does this guy live? I don't know, <laughs> but he's got like the uh, the first he, the like the script from the first movie.
0: Oh, from yeah, George, yeah.
2: But he also has the. Original script like Star Killer, I know and all I, that.
0: Yeah, and like he read parts of it. It's like literally nothing. This it's completely different. Oh well, yeah, no. And then um, yeah, he changed quite a bit of it. Um, when his friend uh, De Palma and uh, Spielberg saw that script, they were like, "It's a nice idea, George, but you got to rewrite this. This is terrible." <laughs> yeah, but here's the, here's the
1: problem: everything that's come out. In the past, like three years, with the exception of *The Mandalorian*, has been terrible. We're, so, for them to claim that George Lucas's stuff is terrible, it's like the kettle calling the pot black.
0: No, no, we're, yeah, but we're talking about in 1976. Yeah, um, when George Lucas was still a budding film developer, um, and two of his good friends, obviously Spielberg and De Palma, were uh, really close, and like they want they gave him cri- like really good criticism to make him, and obviously he changed it along with his wife being an amazing editor uh she's an incredible editor um yeah. so yeah it's, it's yeah it's what became star wars wouldn't be it, was, it wasn't one those two criticizing him and making george rewrite that which i'm glad he did um yeah it was i'll have to find the video it was really strange
2: oh i know i know. They they know didn't call it it wasn't just the jedi it was the jedi abdulillah
0: no no like, yeah it, it was, was a long somewhere. name no i have all the art books and all uh, that and it has like pits of the little script in it and stuff Uh, along with all the original concept art and stuff and Uh, and how Starkiller looked like a mix between Luke Skywalker and Han Solo. Well, see, in the one
2: he's got, his name was still Luke. No, 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 he wasn't Luke until after. That's a later script. No, this was before it. Like, this is way different.
0: I'm am serious. It's way there. I'll have to find the. Video. I, I I have the art book. I know it like by heart. This is not in the art book. Well, no, oh no. But my I, God, nerd <laughs> fight. Anyway, no. But I'm saying like the script will point out, be like, hey, this is from the first script. Here's the artwork. This is what is the character's name. It'll go. It'll have like lists, This, this was his character name, and then it has like other art. Oh, second concept, second script. Da da. Yeah. This and
2: is this. I think this is pre that or in between that. I'm serious. I'll have to find it. Right. Um, Anywho.
0: Yeah, so that's what we're gonna get covered. I'm gonna get into because it was a really cool featurette, um, along with uh, Rosia Dawson, which is playing uh, obviously Ahsoka, um, and it Can was you really get
1: names right and
0: Rosario, it was... not Rosio. It, it was really <laughs> Yo, cool. Hey, to I'm Rosio from the. <laughs> <block>. <laughs> it was really cool to see. Is that, from, see, is that the kid you, from Book? You can see Dave like get really emotional. He was like when you talked about how incredible it was like to see his character. He was literally just doodling, talking to George one day, and to see her bring this character to life, it was like when he first saw it. He was like, "Holy crap! Mm. Like I can't believe this is real now."
1: All right,
0: yeah. So, so it's gonna be. It, it was a really cool feature, uh, Um So
1: I just want to let people know. I don't mean to be salty. It's just Star Wars sucks now. It's so bad. Me and Nate are on the opposite end of the spectrum with this shit. It's so terrible. Every show is the same. Everything Disney makes is like homogenized bullshit. And nothing feels original at all. Anyway,
2: So what have you been and playing, Nate, Nate loves it.
1: And I know Nate loves it. All I'm saying is that if Nate was not a fan of Star Wars and he was introduced to the Disney shows first he would be like, these are fucking terrible. (laughs) The reason why he loves them is because he loves Star Wars and has molded that fan base. It's kind of like the fans that like Dragon Ball Z, who also like, GT is amazing. No, GT is terrible. You think it's amazing because you love Dragon Ball Z. But GT is, in fact, terrible. Yeah, GT It's just a different perspective. GT is pretty terrible. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a perspective. You're a hardcore Star Wars fan, so you can't see how bad it's become. But uh, if, I if I could wipe your memory and introduce you to it, you'd be like, this is, what the hell is this shit? Uh, the anyway. writing, the acting, the, the special effects would make you mad. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't know. So,
0: what have you been playing, Grim? Oh, uh, yeah. What has been going shit on? Shit on
1: Nate for his opinion? Nope, no.
2: that's not part of the podcast.
1: <laughs> that's been, what I was just playing, though.
2: He's been playing You Bald- asked
1: what I was playing. He's been playing Baldur's
0: so,
2: Gate. So you named your character Shit on Nate?
1: No, I've been playing Baldur's Gate. My character's name is... Baldur's Baldur's Nate? Baldur's Gate. Um, He is a... Oh, God. Exactly what is his build? Oh, he is a barbarian because it's D&D and D&D is bad. Baldur's Gate is amazing, but D&D is bad. It's a bad fucking game. And you start to realize when you go to level 7 as a fighter and you get plate and you get shield and you get everything defensive and you're still getting crit for 90% of your health because armor da- is shit in in that game and because and before you say anything about Pathfinder, I'm saying cuz I know you're thinking that. Oh, like I was, I was just going to say
2: if he if he didn't discover Pathfinder yet, he wouldn't be saying it. Oh. But here's
1: the thing, here's the thing you have to understand. In Pathfinder, every tank is meant to take damage. In D&D, Every tank is meant to take damage, but then they screw the tank balance because the bet the better tank, no matter what, even if you're building a full defensive tank, the better tank is still a, b- a barbarian with top- with a good chunk of dexterity and raging. Mm. That's yeah. it. Yeah. It doesn't matter how good you set up my fighter before I switch him over the barbarian, and, and Boulder's Gate had the best best AC you could get. He was buffed up by all these other people, and he was still getting hit constantly for 60 to 70% of his health, while the barbarian I had in my group was raging, and he was getting hit, but he was only taking like 20% every time he got hit. So I was like, screw it, I'm just going to switch him to a barbarian, I switch the other guy to a paladin, and now I'm having no trouble having a frontline tank dual wielding without a shield and he's much stronger than the fuck the fighter is yeah. all right what about because,
2: uh this weekend in the the game we played how'd that go
1: oh sorry oh uh, yeah um <laughs> you're throwing me off my shit I, I'm, uh, I'm, we uh, have big topics today so I'm trying to <laughs> yeah I'm sorry bitch. okay um, then we played we we did our cyberpunk this weekend mm. and the session went chef's kips, in my opinion <laughs> oh my god. other people. Well, what I mean is other people will say, like, the, the drum goes to hell and meets his, meets his boss episode was, fun, was the best because it was so fun. But this was the first time the group literally played D&D. And what I mean by that is I sat back and let, watched for, like, 35 minutes as these bastards asked me questions and explored a crime scene and tried to figure out what was going on without me directing them at all during it. And,
2: and also, and, and also not, this.
1: And, and bazinga had conversations Sound. with his, he had conversations with his companion wow. but the point being is the entire group is is starting to do stuff without me telling them <laughs> and that's what the that's what being a DM is about yeah yeah the fact that they literally were like can I take a look at this guy's brain hole i want to <laughs> look around the, oh, oh the brain hole looks to be cauterized oh can I take a look at the skull you know like they ask questions yeah yeah and then bazinga talking with his pet it's all coming together, and it's goddamn great. Yeah, me and that my pet picturing. were playing,
2: like, waiting for everybody to come back home, and I'm just playing board games with my uh, my drone. <laughs>
1: and then they, they tried to chase an alien, and for the first time, Bazinga used these abilities to his hand, like, to his knowledge, and sent his fucking pet, the scout, to try to keep up with him while they were chasing him.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and then I used this bullet that lit up the room.
1: Oh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was pretty cool. I, it sounds simplistic, people, but you have to understand as a DM, when your players start asking questions and coming up with stuff creatively to do, you know you have finally got them where they need to be to be players, because the DM only controls 50% of the game. If the players are not interacting with you, you're just telling them stuff, and that's it. Yeah. Um. And pretty that, that's pretty much the whole thing. Um, there was something else I wanted to say, but I'll figure it in the middle and because someone all off. Right. Continue. <laughs> uh,
2: that's all I really played this week is that on, on Saturday. Uh-huh. I haven't been in the right mood to play games right now. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I do want to get one of those uh, new Amber Nick 35XXs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are pretty nice, yeah. Uh, the handhelds, they come with like 27,000
0: games on it. Well, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't care about the
2: games. So I'm going to wipe that
0: anyway. Yeah. But, own, but, yeah. but I do want you, to lot,
2: remake our video on that.
0: Yeah. Well, we can add to it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we have a lot of good footage I still want to use. Yeah. Um. All right. Good. So, no, yeah. Well, I've obviously been playing Baldar's Gate as well. I only started playing two days ago. Uh, so I haven't got that far, and I've remade my character three times, <laughs> uh, and I went back. And I, I is, did
1: see a video where they're like, "Dude, you Man. can respec after once you find withers."
2: Oh, okay, I did, I did see a video where this guy was like, "Dude, I'm 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 playing this Baldur's Gate game is so fun. I'm just I, I've been stuck at this part for like two hours
0: now, and it, it's just the creation screen." Oh Jesus! <laughs> um, well, no, I was like, and it's weird because I went back to what I originally made because uh, I made a rogue, and then I made oh, what do you call it, uh, major. Kind of messed around with magic, then I went with a fighter, and then I was like, you know what? I really like the rogue, and I went back to the rogue. <laughs> so I ended up back to the rogue anyway. I should have stayed with the rogue, but that's all right though. I like the rogue. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's it's a pretty incredible game, and there's a lot to choose from. Like they give you a lot for a game, and we'll get into that in the review. Um, but I don't thing I've been playing because I got another pair, a newer pair of headsets from my computer that are noise canceling. Um, and I haven't used noise canceling when gaming, and then I was playing some Call of Duty, and I'm like, "Holy crap! Why have I not played Call of Duty with noise canceling see, before?" See, I- that's that's weird because a lot of people prefer open open
2: back headphones because they have a better soundscape with the around you. <clears throat> when closed back headphones don't. They're, but I prefer closed back. I just want to get these, but the closed back ones. Yeah. But. <clears throat> Because you don't hear it. I don't know. It's
0: something about the way you hear things. Well, it has some thing that was able to be detected. And you can actually choose it within Call of Duty. It'll, it'll detect the software that's being used to noise cancel. Uh-huh. And you can actually choose oh. that within Call of Duty. And it was... I could hear footsteps so much better. Oh, yeah. Because it, it... I was like, like oh, I can tell right now just I, by putting my ear on I immediately could there. tell. I was like, boom. I was like, someone's right there. And they're wicked far away. I was like, wow. I was like, that was dead on. That that should be a, a review we do. What? Your headphones Oh, my headphones Yeah, maybe
1: <laughs> Dude <laughs> Wait, the bear You're talking about Bear Lab or something, right? No, no bear, talking...
2: bear Dynamic is my headphones
1: No, we should do a review On your bear, on your headset Bear Dynamics And it's just you Sneaking through your house Avoiding death And then at the end of it You go Whew just barely made
0: it. And then you put them on. Oh my God. Anyway, <laughs> oh, so. hey, hey, anyway, on that note, this was some crazy news over the last couple days. And the reason why it's the first topic, obviously like I said it before, uh, for the podcast is everybody's going to be talking about this right now because Linus tech tips is one of the absolute biggest tech channels out there for YouTube. If not the first biggest ever out there, uh, that most people watch. And they are kind of the front runners when it came to the model for how you run a tech channel on YouTube. Um, and because they're the ones that broke ground and did all the hard work really um back in like they really got their start like in like kind of like getting going in like 2010 2011 they were very very like it was very rough videos back then um but um in my favorite period obviously your videos i think still this day are when they were at the langley house i think those were kind of the most inventive videos they ever did the langley house the langley House. that's what they called one of their studios uh yeah because it was in um
1: a place called langley
0: well yeah it was the street was langley i think the street was there house i
2: i liked when they did it in his house in his kitchen <laughs> oh yeah they did
0: a couple like that yeah um but yeah the langley houses, i think were the best periods i think before they moved to the big studio they have now now they own like half that fucking building yeah um <laughs> they have like
2: three terabyte internet or something <laughs> they, they have they
0: have they have, cra- they, yeah, they have crazy internet uh they have a hooked up anyway and they also own like huge portions of the building a clone with a giant lab for industrial testing and stuff mm-hmm. uh, they which have they're a... not using apparently well okay <laughs> they are but they aren't yeah Um. so the, one of the biggest hiccups and it's crazy that and it's and this thing so sometimes your friends are there to call you out on your bullshit and that's kind of what happened here Um.
1: I do it to you every day
0: because um, Steve is actually friends with Linus uh from uh Gamers Nexus. Yeah, I was I was concerned. I'm like, Aren't they friends? Yeah, they're friends. Um but Steve wasn't gonna let slide let like the public Yeah. He wasn't going to let like you know I mean the consumer be like kind of off put by his friend and call his friend out like, hey listen, this is not right. Now who's this, the one discover who discovered this? That was it was Steve it was who called him out. Okay. Uh who called him out on it and it was like, listen, this is just wrong and he called him out like on the video we did on the fact what they did with the cpu block that they kind of like bashed that company and even though they're just a startup company it was kind of wrong just to bash me you could say yeah they're still in development they still have work to do this is seems like a semi quality product to a point they still have work to do and then they went and like auctioned it off the uh that water block without mm-hmm. actually getting a hold of them uh and then they end up like freaking oh, it was a whole back and like it was all screwed up and they ended up paying him back for it well they they say they're still going to pay them back for it yeah um and last response was kind of like yeah he kind of like shoved it under the bus a little bit he was like he didn't give a shit uh kind of like kind of in for the most part his blog post was like from when i got it out of it it was like a back in comment kind of like this is our business kind of stay away yeah yeah yeah. um making himself sound like he's got a big head yeah 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 like this is like i mean this is linus media group's business don't worry about it Mm -hmm. uh kind of thing and like his approach like when he was on the podcast on the wan show and it's funny because uh on gamers nexus's video he actually zoomed in and you can see luke's face when he when linus said this luke's face was like "Ooh, ooh." (laughs) you just said that guy like Oh, uh, he's like, oh, I'm not going to, we weren't going to waste like 400 to $500 to $800 of more of people's time to test this properly. And it's like, guy. you That's the point of your channel. To yeah. And, he, accurate that, you and why you bought a lab. Yeah. 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 Why you have a lab with industrial testing equipment for Why you for have that. this many people working for you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, and the fact that they- So you're telling me all YouTubers are dicks in a way.
0: Um, no. So,
1: yeah, so that happened along with, like, uh, Steve- We're Al- not- no. subs- We're
2: not subscribed. <laughs> go subscribe, subscribe to our channel. Yeah, so- <laughs> So-
1: But so. if we become billionaires, we might turn into them just like everyone else. Anyway, yeah, yeah, go um, yourself. Yeah, that, so- <laughs> me, me and Nate end up having a fall. Could you imagine us becoming big and ten years from now there's a video about, like, the rise and fall- of Tech Prime, the fallout between Nate and Nate and Grim because we turn out hating each other. Oh
2: my god! And then Grimm starts his own channel and fails.
1: Oh. But I Sue, you blind for whatever bullshit and get a bunch of money out of
0: it. Oh my god!
2: We, we, we somehow come out with a video game for some reason, and it was all your idea.
0: Oh, anyway, but it ended up being mobile. Oh.
1: No, one day you say, you know, that used to grind his gears, and I'm like, ah.
0: Gotcha! (laughs) Oh. grim's gripes! Anyway, so, yeah, so uh, Steve also pointed out that they were using wrong numbers that were pointing out. In another video where Linus distinctly pointed out, oh, yeah, like, there was something screwed up, and he's like, yeah, we know those numbers weren't right, they were wrong. And they still end up using them on other graphs in other videos.
2: Yeah, they could, like, copy and paste them. Uh, I was like, whoa, what the... Yeah, and you would never know you wouldn't know him. yeah
0: you wouldn't know okay so obviously speeding ahead to the today so um we knew obviously there had to be a reaction at some point linus media Group was not going to let it like just sit there um i'm sure linus was hoping it was going to not nobody was going to say anything after his blog post yeah but, but obviously that wasn't going to fly in today's world um so today they came out the video linus tech Tips didn't have, come out with actual regular video, and they won't be coming out with a video for over a week now. Well, they already have videos pre-made. Yeah, they have the pre-made videos, but there there'll be a lull. Yeah. Um, so they it, did, and, the, and this is for all th- the rest
1: of the crew. This is
0: for all of their channels too. Yes, yeah. everything. Tech Quickie,
2: Tech yeah. linked,
0: all those. Yeah, everything. Um, yeah, Gamers Link, whatever it's called, the new one. Game Link. Game linked Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be yeah all of them and. Um, there was a whole big apology thing with, like, the new COO, CEO, CEO. Uh, and then the second was, like, on the apology was uh, Yvonne, which is obviously Linus' wife. Um, and Linus' media group was kind of started by, like, both of them and Luke are the three beginners. Those mm-hmm. are the three people that started Linus Tech Tips. We met him. Yeah. We don't um, know if we're proud of it right now, but... <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's weird, like...
1: Hey, just say you, you saw a train wreck before it happened.
0: Well, no, but, like, it seems like... Linus is very like strong headed and like like Yvonne pointed out in the video. She's like, Linus is a human gas molecule. <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> um, in so, other words, ex- they're making excuses. Well, no,
0: he he's, he's he thinks before he like he doesn't he acts before he thinks a lot mm-hmm. of times. Um, yeah, but
1: you can say that about any asshole to cover for them being an asshole. Well, no, people. no,
0: this is actually true. Like, like when they got hacked, uh, like uh, like a half a year, like like two months ago, three months ago, they got mm-hmm. hacked um after the fact they did a whole thing on float plane about it okay and you find out that Yvonne and Luke were the ones in the background actually fixing the problem and kind of just like nudging like Lydus, going it's okay and while he was like running around trying to think he's fixing it but it was actually Yvonne and Luke fixing it the whole time oh man dude you're not making (laughs) him sound good well no he's a he's like he's very enthusiastic he loves tech that's why he's great to watch um that But he, he is very... like He has a lot of energy, but he, he does things before he thinks about it a lot of times. Mm. And that's very true, and that's fine. That energy comes across in his videos, which a lot of people like to see. That's why they watch his channel. Um, but it doesn't come across in business sense, though, that well. The one thing... Because you know how the
2: YouTubers always have their apology videos, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't do the... <sighs>
0: Oh, part <laughs> Yeah, but at the, but the thing is though at the I'm end. Sorry. Um they did throw in some jokes uh mm-hmm. in this video even like Colton's like and we'll, we'll get this straight out so I don't get fired for real this time. <laughs> because there's always a joke with Colton getting fired even though it's just joking. Mm-hmm. Uh cuz everybody blames just Colton. he's just like the guy. They might be joking. Yeah, yeah. Um anyway, but yeah, were. no, but even Lions at the end he was like he's like yeah, it's me. He's like you yeah, the guy that was called the douchebag everything else. He's like, yeah, and that's me yeah <laughs> he's like i screwed up yeah um so um i don't know dude it, that doesn't square it away um so but yeah and obviously yvonne she's the chief of financial so she put a complete halt on anything any new videos indefinitely until they get their house in order how she's dated it mm-hmm. um which is obviously a lot less videos and that's the thing like i've been like i'm a subscriber to Floatplane um and that's where you see all the behind the scenes from Last tech tips in every single interview for the employees uh that they do on that channel every single one says yeah they they put out they say they put out too many videos like they don't take pro like they don't feel like the videos they do like are quality they like they don't take enough time per video
2: mm. so yeah even though the videos are well done but
1: apparently they need
0: yeah they're missing a lot they're, of yeah, videos. They're, they're not as yeah, accurate
1: Dude, you have to think about how, once you get used to doing it, it becomes- it starts to feel automated. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, And like, so the quality's not going to go down unless they're not putting any effort in at all. Yeah,
0: like they were pointing, like even uh, Steve pointed this out in their video, they did a tech quickie video reviewing a mouse by a niche company, and they gave it like bad movement across the mouse pad. But in the video, you can clearly see they forgot to take off the little like plastic tabs oh, Jesus. on the thing. Because they were doing, they were like, okay, we got two it was hours. got an unboxing. And they then... got two, we got like an hour to shoot this video. Let's get yeah, it done. Yeah. So it was like, okay, we can't rush a video like that, guys. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but the question is did they forget or do they not care?
0: Well, no, they they rushed like and even Linus has pointed this out in videos.
1: Yeah, but Nate, the the, the YouTuber pointing it out doesn't mean it's true.
0: No, 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 it is. Okay. No, it well, is. I, I they, hey, I'm
1: just playing devil's advocate here. What I'm saying to you is just because he sat down and said, "Look, we made some mistakes," doesn't mean they actually believe they screwed up at all or he does at all. People do lie. Have you looked at the Democrats? No, well, no. It's <laughs> a fucking pattern with humans.
0: Well, no, no. They they, they admitted to all of this, even like the mouse thing and stuff online now. They admit they screwed up. They rushed that video too much.
1: Yeah, um, but the question is did they admit it because there was too much shit coming out proving that they were wrong? Like No.
0: No. If you watch if you watch like like I said, I watch all the behind the scenes and behind the scene interviews and all that stuff because i ever subscribed
2: Now was before came this before to- this incident? This was after. Um, I want to see them say that before. Well, no, no, no. I mean, no, it, it, no. It's no, like, um, it's no, like
1: Xbox people with Phil Spencer. They just believe every word he says. Well, no, no. I mean, and not realizing that they what they say is pre- prepared PR.
0: No, I see as they, far as
1: far as like, their response is the grim, grim.
0: he's to talk. PR. Oh, yeah, as far <laughs> as like no, as far as like them coming out and saying that there's problems that was months and months ago. Okay, that's been on float plane for over like they've been doing behind the scenes stuff for like. I don't know, forever on full plane. Mm -hmm. And you can go back and look and all of the employees say that, yeah, everything is too rushed.
2: So this was well before this incident.
0: Yeah, even Linus in a short interview, like there was even like this small thing with the interview on full plane with Linus. Uh, a longer thing why he doesn't want to be CEO anymore when he stepped down and hired that other guy for CEO because, and he's just an owner now. And he obviously is, he's also CEO of Vision of what he called Creative Vision, whatever. Yeah, it's a um, made up thing. Yeah, so <laughs> he is that because, and he even said that he wants to spend, in that small interview, he said he wants to spend more time per video that they're doing too many videos. Mm-hmm. So even he knows they're doing too many videos. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's too much. Yeah. Like, you, you don't need to do that many videos. And, um, but then, something else happened yeah but then this happened but this is also okay but this is one of those things though that needs like a full investigation and yeah too many people are chomping at the bit because a disgruntled employee yeah because she never said who or what no so this is she's just a disgruntled employee but for whatever reason happened uh to her she had a bad experience and obviously she said the same thing and it like like I said in the float plane video, she's what she says is actually pointed out by other employees on those videos that still work there, mm-hmm. like um, Dan, who who, went on, who was interviewed, interview. He's like, I have to do this, 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 and this. He's like, I, he's like, sometimes I'm here to like 11 o'clock at night doing this, this, and that's kind of what she pointed out. She had to like do all these other things. She was like the social media person, yeah, but she she was, and she,
2: they were basically saying, suck it up and get over it.
0: Yeah, which a lot of the
2: employees do. Oh, we do that at work all the time. <laughs>
1: well, <yeah. laughs> well, I mean, I'd like to point out that realistically, if you. It, come on, you're not working a real job.
0: <laughs> well, no, like,
1: I'm sorry, but editing YouTube videos may be frustrating she annoying. Even that. What, no, whatever it is she's doing may be so annoying, but I can tell you right now, she works a monocule, like a percentage below 10% as hard as real people that are out working every day. Like yeah, you yeah. at Walmart or me at JobLot. And I'm not saying invalidating whatever her complaint is. I'm just saying Make sure you are being mistreated and not just being told to work at a normal rate.
0: Well, no, no, they in are a
1: job that never expected a normal rate.
0: No, she, like she had to do at least two or three social media posts per social media per channel, uh, plus reaching out. Plus there was a whole bunch of other shit. Oh, she there. was
2: just doing something with the the, uh,
0: uh, so the sponsors, me the sponsor could, people. She was, yeah, she so had to reach out to sponsor people. She writes people, up she,
1: one post and puts it on all three, and that's no, difficult?
0: no, 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 no. Okay, so okay so the way posts work for linus media group is so she is the main she was the main like person to create it then it has to go to an editor um and then it looks at usually linus was the last person that looked at it or yvonne uh and then it goes back to her then she posts it so it goes through a whole series of people first uh then it gets posted and then another like each one has to be very original and then if there's a discrepancy or if they don't like it or whatever's wrong they have to redo it uh, and that was normal because usually somebody along in the team that gets passed through says, no, this should be changed. We'll redo it to this. Even for like a two-line post, um, they they take a lot of time. Even their shorts are completely scripted uh, on this channel. And supposedly she was inappropriately grabbed multiple times. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we, yeah, And these are all accusations that we don't know. It needs and, a full investigation. And um,
2: they, the opportunities they presented to me were nothing in comparison to the day to day issues I faced. Claiming she was met with multiple sexist remarks throughout the duration of her employment. Yeah, and she's got she there's like a bunch of posts she made on
0: yeah X, and all I have to say that is like if these accusations are true, yes, those people should be held accountable completely. But a full investigation has to be done to yeah, find out if those people actually are accountable. Uh, and if they are, they need to be held accountable. Like they, made, they supposedly they made her verbally
2: agree to a no drama clause or something like that. Oh, yeah, it's freaking. weird. I'm
1: sorry, but if I if I ran a YouTube channel, I would too. <laughs> I'm being, sorry. Have you seen? Have you seen how YouTubers are the prima donnas that they are?
0: <laughs> um, yeah but yeah no i'm all for it if she actually was if this actually happened to her and then she is like yes i think that people need to be held accountable over Alliance tech tips completely um so. so
2: she's been going through a rough time who knows what exactly happened yeah. like you said they got to somehow investigate i don't know how long ago she was there i remember
0: being on like two or three videos two two or three videos yeah um but yeah so well, it's they, been it's been two years or
1: two Things are looking real bad. It's, it's
0: been two years. Yeah.
2: Um. And she moved from like the U.S. to there too. Yeah. To, to have this job.
1: So. Yeah.
2: I wonder if she was oh. one of the people that you know when they were like, "Hey, we're hiring. Anybody want a job?" They're, and, they're always hiring. Yeah, I know. But he he actually like made videos uh, saying, "Hell,
1: you can hire me if you look. If you, I just need to sit there and let you touch me." <laughs> Yeah, I am available.
0: I mean, that's how, like, um, yeah, that's like how em- that's how Emily got hired too. Was during that time. Anyway, um, so yeah, I don't know. I think yeah, like if they are in the wrong, they need to be held accountable. Um, and it's funny because the one thing I've seen uh, throughout like their entire career, and I've heard Alinus point this out before at times, but Ivon's really the one in control oh yeah it's too funny like she's like she's such in the background it, but she's it, really she, the she,
2: one. she definitely has a bigger part than she used to she's a really she's no she's always had no i mean she
0: shows up oh she shows up
2: like in the early like years ago you never heard of her no
0: now now she's always there yeah she well she's always she seems like she's only the only always been the one in the background calling the shots yeah which is funny <laughs> <laughs> she's like no no
2: no 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 no, no. yeah and then luke remember being, that video they did with her van and they went and changed yeah. everything or whatever
0: yeah and luke seems to be the super rational one all the time going okay guys and he's always mellow yeah he was he was he's, he was a real cool guy to talk to too yeah he's always been mellow yeah, yeah. Uh and he wasn't like he's like i want to say it like he's like it sucked we got hacked but like he's like i kind of enjoyed it i was like <laughs> i was on I my way to work I spent all day he's like i worked like 14 hours that day, but I had fun. We we had fun at that. He was <laughs> yeah, like yeah, all yeah. mellow about it. It's like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. We had pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> we had a pizza party. He's like his girlfriend like bought him a, brought him a change of clothes and stuff while he was at work. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, just kind of funny. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. So yeah, that's that is the story, and that's yeah. So hopefully they come out the better at this after they figure everything out. So. We will see. Okay, let's get into Sony. Sony is working on providing haptic feedback for more than just games. Uh, so Sony has filed a patent for a new haptic feedback apparatus uh, that can be used for movies, music, games, um, expanding beyond just gaming. Uh, the patent describes a system that can generate haptic feedback for devices that don't have it built in, such as smartphones and input devices. Uh, while the patent doesn't provide many specifics on how the haptic feedback will work, uh, for movies or music, it's likely that the that vibrations would be used to action scenes and uh, bass drops and music, and similar to how it works, obviously in obviously in games. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a picture of the patent. Yeah, there is. You scroll down. So it shows like here, um, and it doesn't have like a whole lot of description to this, but I'm guessing that's the haptic feed jack device, the thing that's in the guy's pocket. Okay, it's kind of like, and I think they're supposed to have like a smartphone or whatever or something in their hand, maybe, maybe some know. kind of
2: app you put on your phone where it gives you that oh I got a shot type of thing, like they do with that vest that
0: you could buy. Yeah, they might be doing that too. Yeah, for
2: for gaming is it? Yeah, gaming.
0: But uh, but if it's a other device, stuff, but, but I wonder if it's a device you can connect to your smartphone, then you can just put on you. As because as your as your, as your phone's only going to vibrate so much, but if it gave like a. Uh, a thing you could plug onto your phone that hooks up and then it runs through an app. Maybe. but um, I can tell you my phone it, it vibrates pretty pretty
2: strong. Um, <laughs> if I said it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what are you doing with your
1: phone, bro? <laughs> anyway. What do you mean, anyway? What are you doing with your phone, bro?
0: Um, Buzz, buzz. Yeah. <laughs> so the primary patent on the yeah on the, was how the apparatus could be used for gaming. Sony also describes it as a potential for VR uh, and multiverse type concepts, and as way as a yeah,
1: multiverse.
0: and as a way to expand haptic feedback. They sure I, said
2: multiverse. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what
0: metaverse sorry okay metaverse. okay
1: thank you
2: <laughs>
0: metaverse multiverse anyway
1: welcome to nate screws words up
0: anyway i'm hapti- your host <laughs> do not have it built in however a key part of that concept is that the device could generate haptic feedback for media that doesn't already have it um and we've seen this in the past they've done this with like those vest things and stuff you put on that just use sound yeah it's like a subwoofer yeah that's that's what you're doing yeah um but like true whoa, haptic whoa. feed oh <laughs> uh, like true haptic feedback and stuff like that it's a little more you mean it's a little more complicated than that mm-hmm. um so we'll see because they do have to up their game a little bit like um like distinctly the ones in, like on like the switch on joy-con and stuff like that are way more advanced than just the speaker in your like, oh, yeah um those can actually sense movement and move, move and and simulate movement, uh, which is pretty and crazy. Uh, the patent do- filing uh, doesn't go into much detail about how Sony's new haptic feedback apparatus would work with the movies or the music specifically. However, one can assume that it would work similarly to how it does in games, uh, with things like punches, get uh, gunshots, explosions, generating feedback, vibrations, and uh, in the case of music, the apparatus obviously would create pulses when bass drops happen or percussion instruments are keyed. Uh, Sony patent also says that the system can use multiple haptic devices and operate on multiple channels, like how a multi-channel speaker system works. That's kind of cool and that's a little more advanced. And that's what we're looking for. So it'll be interesting because I would like to see that actually come to fruition. Uh, a device that's actually true haptic feedback um, anyway let's get into the last topic of gaming so Boldar's Gate 3 has come out It has launched it's been about a week or so it's been going and the sales have been going up and up and up and up uh and the first adopters obviously are already hailing it as game of the year uh and it is so far impressive and the first update is actually coming out Uh, so uh, it's going to be a massive update apparently that's going to be happening Uh, and i'm trying to find the date is there yeah learning studios uh, has just revealed that the first official boulder's gate patch will be massive containing over 1,000 fixes uh incorporating feedback for play from players games are already encountering some of the pretty big bugs in boulder's gate so a huge uh part of the patch is just really fixing bugs. Uh Baldur's Gate 3 has been a huge hit, obviously we know that. Uh not only title received by glowing reviews or most uh major media outlets, but also one of the most popular games in the Steam history. Uh during the height of this popularity, over eight hundred and seventy-five thousand people were playing uh Baldur's Gate 3, and the numbers are still right now. Yeah, obviously it's right and growing actually. Um uh, yeah, Ballsworthy, next update on Twitter, according to him. After upcoming Hotfix 4, uh, we'll launch the first big patch for BG3, uh, which will include over 1,000 fixes and tweaks to improve the overall experience. And the one thing I do have to say so I first loaded this game up, and I didn't realize it defaultly ran on Direct 11. <laughs> and a lot
2: of stuff still runs off Direct 11. So, and then
0: by I realized right, the, right on the mainstream, there's Switch to Vulcan. And I was oh, like,
1: yeah.
0: oh, that's why. I switched to Vulcan and like all of a sudden I have no loading screens. <laughs> and it just boom, it just loads now. It just it's perfect. It runs like butter. <laughs> I was like, that's why. <laughs> it's probably made for Vulcan. That's why. Um Yeah. And we'll address the feedback, obviously improve experiences, playing for a unique type of the uh, Dungeon Dragons fifth edition, even more. Yeah. Which is really cool. I, I'm glad that they're gonna fix a whole bunch of problems. Uh, the PS5 version of Baldur's Gate will release on September 6th. Uh, when compared to the PC, it will be an improved version of the title. Uh, so, yeah, so it will come out with obviously all the fixes already on the PS5 when it launches. But the poor Xbox people are going to have to buy get a PC. So, but so far, I have absolutely enjoyed the game. Obviously, I spent a bunch of time trying to decide my character. I built him three times uh, and up back of the rogue. <laughs> Well, four times technically. Uh, so I really enjoy the rogue. Um, the fact that like it is like playing D and D. Like everything you do, you get to roll. I um, mean, a check for okay. Well, uh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pick this lock. Let's see what I get. You know what I mean? So rogue. one and one
2: and two never did that. They Boulders
0: did. Gate one and two are not true D and D games. Okay, they're they're D and D by title and that's it. They are not D and D. Yeah,
1: the the Boulders Gate ones. Old Baldurs Gate games are games made for one for a fan base that wouldn't understand or play them. That's why they're not turn-based okay. and two by fake fans.
0: They're not they're not even really true RPGs really either. This is a true RPG in every sense of the damn word. Okay. Absolutely every sense of the word. Um like like we're talking about like old school art like the one thing i like is i haven't played rpg like this where you actually can examine everything even like most modern rpgs nowadays like you can't look at everything and examine everything even the old like 8-bit and 16-bit rpgs you could examine and look at most things um and that kind of got like put to the wayside when we got into like the 3d era and stuff um, and it was a good, it's good to feel like a good callback that where you can walk around and examine anything you can pick up
1: at any, you, can, anything the, you can do the thing anything. The have to remember is that the, 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 the reason why this game is such a big hit now is because we've been told for years that nobody wants this type of game. It's the reverse of like in the nineties where people thought everybody wanted, um, Everybody wanted nothing but turn-based and no one liked action at all. Action RPGs. Mm. To now it's gone completely in the other direction where they say no one wants turn-based. So games like this never get the recognition they deserve. There are other there are two other games more than that, sorry. There are multiple games over the past 5 years that are on this level for detail that Nate is talking about that no one even knows about because the, nobody paid attention to them, and the only reason why this is getting the, the attention it deserves is because it's D and D, and D D is connected to Critical Role, and Critical Role is the biggest internet show on the planet. Yeah, it has yeah, been yeah. for the past like five years. No, there's been but some like yeah, like I... Pillars of Eternity one and two. Yep, both the fucking Pathfinder games, um, Wrath of the Righteous and King's Make Kingmaker. Um, I could go on with others, but those three games alone are as detailed and as deep as this is. And I know, cause I've played them both. I put hundreds of hours into both of them, but no one noticed them because it wasn't, it wasn't the right time and it wasn't the right fucking IP.
0: No. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what it comes down to. And
1: now it's the right IP. And I hope people start to understand like, when fucking square says no one wants to turn turnpace final fantasy. Guess what, Retard? Yes, they'll play a turn based Final Fantasy.
0: Yes, yes, we want a turn based Final Fantasy. Doesn't mean
1: I don't like the new one, but they'll play one. They'll play one, you idiots. Take a look at Larian Studios. And for those devs that are running their mouth, because there are devs out there talking about how it's an anomaly. Anomaly. (laughs) Anomaly. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Nate. That this game is so good. (laughs) I'd like to point out that the reason why the game is good is because they're not trash devs like you who spend all their time on Twitter running their mouths or writing whatever diversity take you have, or complaining that you need to make more money so you're going to put way more microtransactions. Larian Studios is a studio of actual developers. They had a goal and they made sure they didn't release the game until the goal was met. Which That's is it.
2: which is crazy because it's been being made. For, it, this game has been around for a while. I thought it came out
0: already because we went to the last time we went to PAX like three years ago. That was when it was first being announced and shown out.
1: It came yeah. out a year, a year and a half ago on. Um, oh, what do you call it? Um, Early access. Yeah. Okay. It was really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just the first arc. And they again, because they are not bad developers, they took the first arc and they took all the feedback and made the game better. I'm telling you right now that if freaking Microsoft dropped Starfield last year in early access and all the fans bitched about things, the only things that would have been fixed is ways to make more money. Yeah, that game would have it. still released with the same problems. And I know I picked Microsoft to be a dick, but it it that's how it is with all of them. Like if EA drops Battlefield a year in advance, the next Battlefield, and people complain about a whole bunch of shit, you will not see those changes in the fucking final release. Because no. they don't give a shit at all and that's why so many devs I, I don't know if you noticed this nate but like there are tons of devs on t- on twitter that are all complaining that this game is going to set a standard that shouldn't be the normal because it's a one in a lifetime standard sorry up your game people yeah f- <laughs> okay. the same thing about the witcher like bethesda complained that the witcher was setting a standard too high no they're not you're bad at making games, and it's time you fucking yeah. get real. Um,
0: The Dark Souls series has no problem meeting that standard. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, again, like... I, know, I know I sound funny when I make fun of Starfield all the time, but keep in mind I like Bethesda RPGs. I'm shitting on Starfield because it looks like Elder Scrolls in space. That's literally... They've been making the same game since Elder Scrolls 3. Yeah, pretty much. With improved... Tech and that is it. And people are like, oh, "You're just being an asshole because you know it's an Xbox game." <laughs> no, partly. No, no. <laughs> no I'm, I'm trolling because it's an Xbox game. But I would still be saying the same thing if this was coming out on PlayStation, because I don't. I'm tired of Bethesda being considered the crown jewel of RPGs when they haven't improved their shit in 10, 20 years. Yeah, very true. In my opinion, Divinity Two. Was the pinnacle of RPGs From L- Larian and that came out like 10 years ago That game shits all over Skyrim But no one talks about Divinity Um uh, No a lot of people talk about Divinity but Yeah but it's it's niche oh. And now, now you look at the new game from them And you look at it and you go yeah There's some similarities to the Divinity But holy shit it's leaps and bounds Better They don't do leaps and bounds better with Bethesda games Fallout 4 is fucking Fallout 3
0: yeah, that, yeah, with better graphics. That's all it is, really. Uh,
1: and a build mode in Starfield is Fallout Five.
0: Yeah, but with a space mode. Yeah, but the build mode's not really do. You don't really. doesn't really get you anything. It doesn't do anything.
1: <laughs> it's, I, I know. I got off on a tangent, but I'm just fucking tired of it because the good studios never get any credit unless they blow up. And I'm so glad this game blew up because now, now Larian can stay independent and keep making great games. Yeah. Which also reminds me. That fucking prick from Microsoft, the executive, who said maybe we should look into buying Larian, you go fuck yourself. (laughs) Yeah. You're laughing, but seriously, you go fuck yourself. Yeah. You don't know what they're doing. You don't know how to produce games like them. Leave them alone. Yeah. Um... Same thing for Sony and Nintendo. Leave them alone. They know what they're doing. Just let them make games and put them on your systems and shut the hell up. Yep. I don't want that company in anybody's hands.
0: No, no. They do a great job by themselves. And like I said, if you're if you've played a tabletop RPG, this is a perfect mix for you. You need to go check this game out. Or if you're a like a fan of just RPGs, don't sit on this game. Like yep. this is this is a great RPG even like all the cinematics, the storyline, it's all really, really good. So you yep, check it voice out. Voice
1: acting is great. Yeah. That also applies to From Software. Stay away from them too. They know what they're doing. They don't need your corporate no. assistance at all.
0: Well, Miyazaki will never listen to anybody anyway. There's no way he would. Well,
1: that that's what I'm saying. If someone went <laughs> in and... Stro- like if Microsoft straw-armed and bought squ- From Software, Miyazaki would leave. That would be the end of all these great games. The next Elden Ring would be some terrible hom- homogenized bullshit that they came up with, yeah. and he would have to go off on his own and try to start a new studio, and you would have to hope and pray that somehow From Software doesn't fall apart. Yeah, yeah. Just man. leave these people alone. But yes, Bald- Baldur's Gate is amazing, dude, and I'm so glad that it looks like it's going to win a game of the year. Yeah. Like oh. it should. It should win all of them.
0: Yeah. No, it's absolutely amazing. Obviously, and like I said, there's also multiplayer. We didn't even touch on that. There is multiplayer, so if you want to run a campaign with your friends, it's actually doable. And oh, can...
1: I forgot to ask you, what what level are you playing it on, by the way? Difficulty. Uh just medium, just the middle. <laughs> you little bitch. What do you mean little, little bitch? <laughs> My god. I've been playing i am dude, I am playing it on ta- tactician mode. First wait first playthrough. Oh, tactician uh. <laughs> mode. And I will tell you it is a ball buster. Oh, I'm sure. Like playing, come on, man! Thought I had some respect for you. I don't have any. Oh
0: my god! Uh, anyway, so yeah, I definitely recommend this game, and it's not seventy dollars, which is crazy. Because I want to point this out, it's only a sixty dollars game, and it doesn't have any DRM and it doesn't even have to need Steam to launch. You can literally just install it. You can uninstall Sell
1: free because I bought it
0: years ago, dude. You can actually uninstall Steam and still run the damn game. Um, why the other developers don't do this and they just bitch about DRM? It's like People ain't going to see your game if it's a game. People, they're going to buy it. They're going to give you the respect. They're going to give you the money. That's what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, piracy only happens when you don't. When people are not willing to buy good games. Yeah, and it doesn't happen often if the games come out good. And you're not overcharging. Simple as that.
0: And you're not overcharging you for your yeah. game. Yeah.
1: Like I understand. Like I, I,
0: I, would gladly have paid probably a hundred dollars for Tears of the Kingdom. Um, that's a seventy dollars game. I think that's worth
1: it. Um. But and it's microtransaction bullshit too. Yeah, the
0: you. microtransaction stuff. But like there's a lot of games out there that are trying to charge 70 bucks right now. It's like your game is not even close. It's not even close. It might be worth 40. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: <laughs> Redfall.
0: <coughs> oh, that's that yeah, that's a terrible game. Anyway, um yeah, so no, but the, and for the so much that was in this game like it's insane how much stuff is in this game for a launch game at sixty bucks. there is so much into it, like you Dude, could you could play this game for infinite amount of hours pretty much
1: I had forty hours in the pregame before <laughs> it came out, yeah, I have a hundred and three now, which means I've spent sixty hours in the actual game, yeah yeah, and i'm not pat I'm not out of act two yet, yeah, because I'm doing all the cool shit around it and and i I know I've gotten all like. At least forty hours to for the actual story, yeah, and yeah. probably another hundred total if I decide to do all the side stuff. Other shit, yeah, and then my favorite thing to do in these games, late game, is to go back and murder everybody, to and sh- then sell all the shit to the very last vendor. Yeah,
0: yeah I'm a well, murder hobo well, in these games, and dude. Like I said, it's a lot like D D, so you have a lot of choices in this game. You can go around, you make choices all the way throughout. Like Grim already pointed out before
1: the podcast, they killed like all the random people that talk shit to him. Dude, I'm such a murder <laughs> hobo that I literally someone walked up to me and said "Well man and I was like, "Excuse me," and killed him.
0: Did you kill that first guy? Well, um, what's his face? I, Artisan, whatever his name is, the guy with the white hair.
1: <laughs> no, I ca- I didn't kill any of the companions.
0: Okay, those I well, kept. Well, no, because circle. he talked shit to you too. He's like, "Oh, I was going to murder yes, you," but he was a companion. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know, I know. I, know. Um,
1: I but I will tell you this the when i got to the gro- the druid group i sold all my shit and i went to meet the druids inside and while i was in there they were threatening some kid and i walked up and there was an option at the bottom to like, ignore and just kill them oh damn and okay. i just i was like fine whatever so i killed them and i was like all right i i taught this bitch a lesson i should be fine i walk outside and everybody is killing everybody oh. because that triggers a war between the tieflings and the freaking humans, oh. and if you don't cut off, if you, I mean, and the druids, and if you don't cut off the oh, the orcs, because there's like goblins coming through the tunnels. There's a couple of them, you know. You know the little old lady, yeah. the little the little female goblin in the cage. Yeah. If you don't talk to her and you don't cut them off, they show up too. So like, I come outside and the entire town is killing each other. So I'm like, I'll just fucking finish everybody off and take all the shit and I'll sell it to the next vendor. <laughs> and I. Murder hope on my way through the 40,000 people that were murdering each other. Yeah, But, how <laughs> but in much... my defense, they were killing each other, so I guess I'm okay.
0: Yeah, but how much could stuff could... You had to go back probably a few times. You can't carry all dude, that. Dude,
1: hundreds of times, man. But I have like... <laughs> I have 22,000 gold on me, I think. Yeah. I can buy any piece of equipment I want, which is how I play these games. If you ever watch my... Go, go watch me play Divinity, dude. Like, I at the very end of the first arc, before you leave the, the, the prison... I go back and kill every single innocent person in that area for the XP and for all their equipment, and then I sell it to the first vendor outside the the prison. (laughs) I play these games methodically, and I will kill anybody who looks at me funny.
0: Oh, my God. Okay.
1: You got a problem with that? I'll kill you, too.
0: (laughs) That being said, that's our review of Baldur's Gate 3. Um
1: Murder hobos in the mist is what I'm calling it.
0: <laughs> um, be sure to check out at some point we might actually live stream this game. So you can always check us out. That on would be sh-
1: nice to play to we, play a cooperative yeah. play through a cooperative campaign. I would do that.
0: Yeah. So we do I would uh,
1: absolutely do that.
0: We live stream on TikTok as well as Twitch right now. We're on Twitch and we're on TikTok as well. Uh so yeah. Anyway, that is the end of the gaming portion of the podcast. We're gonna move on to technology and pop culture where we're going to get into stories of a kind of like a beginner's like podcaster kind of device, like, which is really cool from Road. Um, also get into some CGI with Ghostbusters and Ahsoka. And I'm into Master I got to And Apprentice, one of the coolest like featurettes for a pre-show, which was really, really cool. So that being said, I'd like to tell you about our sponsor, our wonderful network that we are a
1: part of hey kids it's time to check out the dorkening podcast network with over 30 podcasts that encompass everything from horror to video games to comic books and so much more you're bound to find the shows for your taste whether it be nerds but usual origin that strange show retro red octopus splash pastes Throwdown thursday the horror squad don't talk with my God, man, I can't read all of these. So just feel free to play and experiment with the Dorking Podcast Network. There are over 30 shows chock full of dirty goodness to sink your ears into. And they're all available on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts are broadcast. Greetings! We are the Retro Reductipus Cephala Podcast, a bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. He's right. We wax philosophic about lots of geeky crap like old video games and movies, toys, cartoons, I don't know, help me out here. Music. Pants. Quoting video games that don't have dialogues. Shabeebers. Tasty news. Unnecessarily long Japanese onomatopoeia. Butt breathers. Uncomfortable nature facts.
2: Or how to install a samouplage.
1: And unlike all those other podcasts, we at Retro Rodocubus have an exciting rotating host schedule. Do we? We sure do. So if you didn't like the guy flapping his gums this week, like me, worry not, gentle listener. Next week we'll have a whole new host. A problem. Hey, they might still suck
0: Do you like
1: retro video games?
0: 80s and 90s toys and have a love for nostalgia. Hi, I'm Russ Lyman. What's up guys, I'm Jay the NES Addict. Welcome
1: to the Weekly Warp Pipe.
0: Jump into the Warp Pipe with us and go back to revisit all the awesome things from our childhood.
1: That's right, every week we discuss something new like the hardest NES games.
0: What it's like to get prizes out of cereal boxes.
1: What our top 10 toys were.
0: (laughs) Battle Beast.
1: No dude, it was Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah. Cowabunga. Cowabunga. So be sure to check out theweeklywarpipe.com for more info. And we're proud to be a part of the Dorkening Podcast Network. That's right. You can join us every Saturday at 7 a.m. for new episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts.
0: Or catch the video version on YouTube at the Weekly
1: Warppipe Pipe channel. That's the Weekly Warppipe, Pipe every Saturday at 7 a.m.
0: The Weekly Warppipe. and we are back and we are going to get into some interesting topics here in a second along with transparent technology becoming a thing again along yeah (laughs) which is really really cool some cool effects from ghostbusters ahsoka and a new kind of like beginners podcaster device thing uh made by road which is actually really cool so anyway before we get into any of that stuff before we talk about any of that technology any of that special effects any of that tv that's gonna be coming soon. What have we been watching? I didn't write it down
2: this time. Usually I do <laughs> to remind me because you know it's two weeks. Um, so I finished Joe Pickett.
0: Oh, Joe Pickett, so good. Joe, Pickett. so good, man. <laughs> so good.
2: Uh I finished uh, The Witcher season. A terrible ending. Like they just they screwed themselves over, man. It was ugh. it was. <laughs> It was like a oh no moment, but it was like oh no, not a edge of your seat, Holy yeah. shit! Like the last seasons, were this and now it's not going to be him. Uh, well, then we'll they we, might
0: even cancel it. We'll, totally. we'll see if it even happens because yeah. I, a lot of things are getting canceled.
2: Yeah, so it was disappointing. uh And I started watching a show. Yes, or first of all, Star Trek. Oh yeah,
0: Star Trek Oh my, god. Good. <laughs> oh, my god, Star Trek is always good. To be
2: continued. Go to hell. This, oh the, the gorn
0: yeah. such a good oh. yeah they're finally using the gorn as a real villain which is but cool but they are uh, how are they no they're,
2: they're like lizards they're they're not like the old they're ones
0: they're not well they're lizards but they're not lohey that's hard to explain they're yeah, yeah. they're gross <laughs> they're, oh, yeah. oh it's crazy so they're not like the gorn originally but the, yeah. gorn, the classic gorn fight was great um, <laughs> Yeah. but yeah
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> um but it was oh so good. I just this is like the so good and yeah. the, the 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 graphics of the show, the, the
0: the cinematography of the show looks so good. You could think it was a movie. Well, yeah, yeah, no, all of it. The same thing with like Picard is like that too. Every episode like felt like a feature film. Mm. It was like holy shit. Okay, and I started watching something yesterday, and uh,
2: I I just don't understand Wes Anderson movies. They are just so just I have no idea what's going on. And I watched <laughs> it. I had to I just stop watching. I'm like, I'm done with this. Uh, Asteroid City? Oh, yeah. I've been wanting to watch that. Oh, my God. It's so fucking confusing.
0: <laughs> like, it's, a, it's a comedy. Yeah, it's great. No,
2: it's not. The the comedy part is fine. It's just like... It's like... It starts off in black and white. This it's, it's a story about a guy that wrote a story. And he's getting actors to do the story. And then the story is in color. And they're doing the story. But then it goes back and forth. And then what's his name from Breaking Bad Is it, he's the he's the, uh, the narrator yeah and he comes out in the black and white and then he appears in the actual thing he's like I'm not supposed to be here and he walks off the stage I'm like what is going on <laughs> it, it, it's I no <laughs> just like uh-huh. the royal ten like it's all the same fucking actor makes no sense uh-huh. <laughs> like I'm like lost I'm like uh-huh. no I'm good all uh-huh. set yeah <laughs> i'll probably enjoy it. i've been wanting to watch that it's it's on uh i think it's on paramount, is it on either paramount or, it's either paramount or peacock i can't remember which oh. one but yeah it's just far just to makes some sense <laughs> it's all over the fucking place there's this like scene where this alien comes down i'm like okay is this part of the act and it does do act one act two act three so it is a like a play with actors but they're talking about doing the play it's really weird i don't know but the alien is pretty funny because it's like so uh far out he's like he comes down he's like like everybody's watching him like they're, they're in the crater because asteroid yeah an asteroid landed and whatever <laughs> yeah. and he this alien, they're all watching for these lights they're using like these it's like looking at the eclipse you know yeah yeah, yeah. and this alien comes down and he's like And one of them is a photographer, and he goes. He he picks up the the, the asteroid. And he's like, "It's it's so far out. It's weird." I don't it's, know.
1: It's... <laughs> oh, but, but uh, yeah.
2: I, that's all I can remember that I watched. But anyway,
0: so, <laughs> those I just can. Yeah, no, I, I'm gonna check that movie out eventually at some point. No, so obviously, I'm about to finish up Rebels again, because they are trying to do uh, rewatch Rebels because. So, uh, my girlfriend catch up before Ahsoka starts and we're actually almost done with the last of the fourth season. So she can be completely caught up with Star Wars by the time Ahsoka comes around, Uh, which is only in like nine days, not even eight days on the 23rd, 23rd? yeah. Uh, so yeah, and it's absolutely incredible. And that's going to be the last topic of this, uh, is with that and yeah, (laughs) it's, it's going to be, yeah, it's, it's a mind blowing event that's happening with Star Wars. Only well, thing it's sad is that recently uh, the Singapore studio, of L, uh, uh, yeah, Light and Magic was they clo- uh, Lucas closed it. And Over 300 employees uh, laid off or fired. Yeah, um, and that all comes back to the strike that's going because they they had to push. They're pushing uh, skeleton crew uh, to 2025, and they're pushing. Um, well, Disney's one of the big ones that wants to do the freaking yeah. AI crap. Yeah, they're also pushing. Um, They're pushing to later this year now. Uh, So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. We will see, though, because, yeah, they need to... Like, Hollywood needs a cave. Like, you need to... like These people aren't going to give up. No. They want to act. This is their livelihood. Like, and and
2: there's a lot of the... uh, like i've been i i know i always bring up tiktok but tiktok's where you get the real the, the truth like kind oh. of because it's just people like you and me saying dude i'm working my ass off versus the news which is taking all the information you know yeah so it's just coming from these pe- people personally and like there's there's been a couple actors like there's this one guy who was on like a disney show for a few episodes he only got like twenty five hundred dollars you know, before taxes and all that, and that's it. He gets no residuals or nothing when the episode is played. No, it, it, and it's on like uh, the it's on like Disney Plus, so you can always watch it. Yeah, so he gets nothing. And the guy is like struggling, dude. This guy, if you saw who the guy was, you'd recognize him. You don't you don't know what he's from. He's probably, he's one of those you know one off guys. It's 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 the those mid range actors that yeah. that like the the CSI people. You know, the all the extra people. That they have on those shows, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, the one-offs. But,
0: but that's how actors yeah. get known, and then they become. Yeah, bigger. yeah. But a lot of them,
2: they—that's what they are, and that's what they do. And but they always—it's not like they have a reoccurring role, you know. No. It's not like they have a full-time job. They have to keep a uh, auditioning and shit. So yes. They don't just keep getting money. So this is where the problem is, and they want to use their likeness, and they're like, "No, this is my job. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I need to get." act
0: to get paid. well no it comes down to and like bob Iger is the one like after he made that statement like from and he made the statement from fucking a like a A billionaire's billionaires conference or or retreat or something guy guy no like in the fact that like this is why it's funny enough because obviously i i watch i think i've seen like every interview with fucking george lucas and read every other Mm -hmm. interview that hasn't been on camera um and he's pointed out a few times, like how the prequels of Star Wars are are kind of a like an allegory for Hollywood. Um, and in some sense, obviously, he obviously was talking about like he the true allegory was from the Nazis. Uh, that's where he took it from space. Okay. not Na- Like I mean, the Empire is space Nazis. That's what they are. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, but he kind of let the prequels like how Hollywood is and how they treat people. Um, so because I don't know if anybody know this, like after Empire Strikes Back and after Return of Jedi. George Lucas literally took all the profits and just split it amongst the entire staff. Yeah, yeah, everything. Well, it's like what uh, he didn't like. Oh, like yeah, we we did this, guys. Here you go.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, it's 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 not acting related, but like Taylor Swift gave all of her truck drivers like a hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah, I heard that. Yeah. So you know that's it's respecting your 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 people. You know. Yeah.
0: Because yeah, some that's what companies. That's that's what, that's what it comes down to. You, like and like and it goes back to like our first topic there. We we're talking about the last tech tips. Like big, co- all these big companies. They, it needs to, a day of reckoning has to come. They all have to be kicked in the teeth. In Every the single teeth. fucking one of them. In the teeth. Every single one has to be kicked in the teeth. Knocked down if you pegs. Their stock needs to drop to the fucking floor.
2: Yeah, they need to take a step back and remember why they became what they are. Yeah, where they are and how they got there. Because, like, some of them are like, you know, back in the day, like, it's all about family. You know, it's all about we worked hard together to make this. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. And now it's money. Yeah, it's all money. About money. It's all. So much money. Like, a lot of businesses the big businesses not the family-run businesses because the family-run businesses were the ones that like had a hard time yeah but during the the great thing that happened a couple of years ago the big business businesses made more money than they ever have and the, they could ever think of and then since then it's been non-stop more money more money now it, it's like and then and, and the the workers are
0: like share the wealth dude oh yeah no all companies are doing this and i've seen this across the board yeah um every single major corporation we're talking about like all your fast food places uh duncan i've seen this at all these places they are having less staff more work uh they have more customers than they've ever dealt with before and they're paying their staff less and having less staff on hand and then they're really struggling once call-outs happen and i've seen this happen like at my local duncan where there's like two people on and they are like, oh, we had like two call-outs like why aren't six people working not like three you yeah. have like you have twice as many customers than you used to have. Uh, plus, you have an online system now. Like, what is what is going on here? And I like a friend of mine is a manager, of one of those Duncans. And he even points out he's like, it's ridiculous. He's like, I yelled at every freaking week because I go over budget for uh, what I pay, what the staff I have, even though it's under what it was last year. Mm. Uh, he's like, I, and I do more business. Yeah. Um, and it's just sad. These people need to be kicked down a freaking in flight the of stairs. In well, Yeah, in the teeth. <laughs> and then down a flight of stairs, maybe. Maybe a few flights of stairs. Uh, just boy. to really have it set in for you. Like, Christ. Yeah. Um, it's it's ridiculous. And, yeah. And at the mo like, at some point, like, we, this country, well, the workers of this country need to, like, breathe in the essence of how France protests. Okay. Yes. We need to breathe that in and go, that's how you protest. That is how you do it. Because they know what the hell they're doing when they come to protest. They don't take mm. shit. Mm. Um, yep. Yeah, and even, like, uh, I was looking on Reddit, on the GenX subreddit, because uh, I have on there a lot. Mm. Um, and and it kind of reminded me what was going on in France. Uh, because they had a whole thing uh, where uh, a one of our politicians we're going on a whole big old speech Um, and the policy. Yeah. And he was saying that, Oh yeah, we're going to have to severely uh, cut Medicaid uh, the next coming years. And we're going to have to severely and we got, we're going to have to raise the retirement rate by uh, age by like five or eight years for every generation (coughs) under uh, past baby boomers. Mm -hmm. That kind of shit right there. Like the, the, the Reddit stream, like the Gen X's were flipping out on that stream. Like, I really hope because I don't think they remember. Um, uh, It was in like, what the hell year was it? I want to say it was like 94 or something. The riots in Chicago. Okay. I don't think they remember Gen X rioting and it was bad. Mm. They were not happy. I forget what it was for, but they were violent. (laughs) They were very violent. I don't think they remember. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> they, they will remember. They, we, 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 are, they, we were really they, racist history. They, they, they will remember <laughs> if they try that shit. Like, we will need to rise up.
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: <laughs> rise, rise up. the hell up. Like, if we actually made a call and actually put a stop to every regular worker, every person out there, like, that's working a regular job, a retail job, a fast food job, and when like put like a day that's declared like everybody no just sit at your job and don't do anything halt everything don't let any transactions go through don't let these companies make money for a second until they go oh shit we fucked up i wish it was possible yeah it's just a matter of you gotta embrace that like freaking france yeah oh they're much smaller than us so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <but>. <laughs> Well, is not small. They're it's not big. small, but where people are. I know, I know. <laughs> to get this big of people together in one thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, we have trouble to get enough people in one state together, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a whole other argument. Yay. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so let's get into transparent tech. It's clearly time. All the news about transparent tech. Uh, <laughs> oh man, transparent tech. It obviously, like, obviously, we remember back in the day, the, the MacBooks, the transparent colors. The 25-year-after MacBook, iTrack MacBook Transport. I wouldn't mind having one of those. Those <laughs> those <laughs> really were neat. Nice. Uh, one of my friends had those. I never had one of those ones. One of my friends had one. Yeah. I, I, I learned how to use computers on a Mac. It was uh, a Mac 2. Oh well, yeah, well, no. The, the That's computer, where, what we, we had, had in the computer lab. I, yeah. When <laughs> I was a kid, I had a Tandy and I had a... Was it a Mac 2? I don't remember. It was a Mac of something. I just remember playing Oregon Trail. Anyway. Yeah, I played Oregon, <laughs> I played Oregon, I played Oregon Trail on... On a Mac 2,
2: and I we we played uh, Monkey Island on some some PC. Who knows what it was? Oh. But it had that it had that disc tray that had its own cartridge. Yeah, and you opened it up and put the disc in. I never never had one. Of, I never had one of those because oh. it was by the time I got a computer, it was just a, like a the a CD ROM.
0: Yeah, no, my first computer had a floppy drive. Well, no, people say floppy drive, but I mean a real floppy drive.
2: Yeah, three point uh, five point five point. Yeah, the something. big the 5, actual 5? floppy drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My the, I had a Commodore. The, the so. Trash
0: eighty. <laughs> the Trash eighty. Yeah, that's what's what, what that's the nickname for the uh, TRS eighty.
2: Oh, it's no, called the Trash eighty. I, I had a Commodore sixty four. Ah, uh, and that's that was kind of a computer. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know is that yeah that's a computer. It is, but it's like it didn't have an OS. That's you yeah had, you, had you run slash this slash this. Well, it had no OS. It had
0: a well, well yeah. it had. Yeah. What do you call that? A front end? It was kind of a not a front end. Uh, what the hell was it called? It was running in basic for the most part, but I mm-hmm. mean, yeah. So we got the Mac. Yeah, but now <laughs> this is Steam Deck better. RGB. I, like it. I love Transform RGB color, You know <laughs> are really cool. This reminds me of always reminds me of the Game Boy Color. Uh-huh. Uh, when handhelds do this, obviously, because like I have a Game Boy, uh, I have a transparent purple uh, Game Boy. Oh, do you atomic purple Game Boy? What it was called?
2: I would like a, one of the Game Boy colors with the the, the super the updated screen, and yeah. and one of those just uh, the Game Boy ones where you put the SD card in, so you can play all the games. I'd be happy with that. <laughs> yeah. um, There's something about using the original. Well, hardware, that's yeah.
0: why the the uh, what do you call it? the what the hell is it the. Uh, the other Game Boy that just came out by the the analog, yeah, the analog yeah, Game the Boy analog Pocket, yeah, that's like yeah, that's like original hardware that's using yeah. an FPGA board, like yeah, yeah, that's that's like the pinnacle of it. um Obviously, we have here we have a PlayStation VR for the new PlayStation, uh, which is really what's a-
2: funny in the future. You know, it's just gonna fade and get look ugly as hell, like look, like it was covered in cigarettes. Yeah, for houses that smoking them not well yeah but that's what this does like this kind of plastic. well maybe not the new plastic but like if that was from back in the day it would be like you couldn't see through it anymore no yeah, (laughs) but it's uh, i love it i love the transparent
0: that's well i am so glad like there's still so many people freaking smoke in their house i hate it when i walk into someone's house that smokes oh yeah of course Ugh, like but that was like back in the day it was like every parent's mom or dad smoked and every house was like this (laughs) that's why like so many retro systems are like so like smoke ridden and shit Oh, yeah. When you go to the casino. Ooh. Oh, that too. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. But, like, this is
2: cool. Cause, but, like, I wonder how much that costs to get that, you know? It'll be a special edition. Yeah.
0: Um, but I love there's all the colors one. of the Steam Deck, though. They have the green, blue, clear. Blue. Oh Yeah, there's yeah. so many cool colors. I don't know if I'd
2: want the purple or the green. It's so cool. Then you have the smoke and so neat. And then we got all the parts...
0: Yeah, we have USB-C cables that are clear in the end. Um, <laughs> iFixit sells a uh, 65-watt USB uh, power adapter, which is, uh, for the most part, clear. Um, oh, that's and D, the man. PS5 orange and atomic purple with D-brand transparent. Uh, which plate. is
2: pretty neat. I'd probably get one of those if I had a PS5. But I'm, I'm leaning more towards the Xbox, if I ever get one, only because I can play the old my old games. Oh.
0: No, there's nothing.
2: There's, there's nothing I want on the PlayStation Five
0: at all. <laughs> there's plenty of things I want here and there on the PS Five, but not enough to justify buying it. Well, justify spending five hundred dollars. Well, and like the only game I really want to play right now, obviously, is Final Fantasy Sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll obviously want to play the Final Fantasy Part Two remake. Obviously, that might be what drives me to get one. But obviously, I'm gonna find one broken. I always do. Yeah. Um, I think. No, the last time I actually bought a PlayStation brand new. It might have been a PS2. The last time I bought a PlayStation I bought, brand new. I,
2: I bought a PlayStation 3 brand new.
0: I didn't. I, well, I
2: bought, a, I bought everything brand new. I never bought a reused one.
0: But. Yeah, I had... No, my current PS... Like, I had a few PS3s. And my current PS3 was literally... My friend just, like, brought it to my house. He's like, it's broken. It doesn't work. You don't have it. <laughs> okay. I fixed it like, two seconds.
1: <laughs> and then
0: you <laughs> bought the PS4 off of eBay, didn't you? I have like a stack of PS4s
2: <laughs> sitting in my closet. Oh my god! So we got this uh, Beats headphones. Yeah. But if you look to the left, it's a Palm Pilot. Oh yeah, there ah! is a Palm Pilot. I had one of those. Not that I wish it was purple like that. I had a, mine was just plain black. Yeah, but I, that's
0: I, fucking awesome. I mean, Beats are neat, but Beats are way too overpriced for what they make. Just way too well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what those. Well, it says Beats, yeah, Beats Studio. Yeah, they're, uh, like it's a cool transparent thing, but Beats are just way too overpriced. Oh yeah, what they of course. I mean, and for, to get
2: them clear like that, it's gonna be even more.
0: Yeah, no, they're not worth that price, uh, what they charge. They're not. And then a, we got some uh, the Joy Cons. Yeah, Joy Con clear ones have already been a thing. They've already yeah. been around. Uh, you could always get them uh, on eBay and <laughs> not eBay, on Amazon, along with like the Switch clear cases and stuff.
2: Oh, that's cool. USB C chargers
0: yeah uh the nothing ear two review though these are kind of cool though they have a review like for a low clear case and a see through- what
2: it's just a case for your ssd that's already that's what you see yeah what what, what? it's just an enclosure that's strange yeah all right almost it- i don't know <laughs> and then more more beats
0: yeah it's just a dot case for the- oh
2: the framework laptop thing this is uh, it's a clear framework for yeah your, for, that's pretty cool i remember seeing this video and you can see everything and it makes it a computer that's like the coolest thing it's just oh yeah framework it is cost
0: costs a lot to start <laughs> framework is done they oh man i still want to get a framework laptop eventually i am going to probably buy a framework laptop mm-hmm. as i really Whoa. want oh yeah that is pretty cool the nothing gear Two. yeah those are cool locations. they look just like the beats ones <laughs> yeah but they're probably better <laughs> and they don't cost as much 100 bucks yeah more of these. <laughs> like, I would say if you're getting earplug uh, earbuds, I would definitely go with either. Obviously, if you're an Apple guy, I get with Apple, but I mean, that's up to you if you want to spend $300 on pods. If um, they would say in my ears, I would
2: get the LG ones. There's uh, these LG ones that you can also plug into, like, a headphone jack, and it will w- transmit it to your earbuds. If you yeah. say this is on Bluetooth, yeah, you can plug it in, plug it it's like a auxiliary cord that plugs into the, the the little the charger, yeah. And it will transmit through that into your headphones. Oh. If if you don't have, like if you go to the airport and you're on an airplane, they give you some shitty shitty headphones, like little ear. I have them, and uh, but if you have that little thing, you can just plug that into the screen instead. It's oh, pretty cool. That works. Yeah. Because yeah. I I was wondering if they would work with my electric drum set or if I'd have lag, but I don't know. Oh, that's I fair. have my I have my studio studio earbuds for that. Which works pretty good. Yeah. No. Which, once in a while, I do uh, stream drumming on our TikTok. I've done it once so far. (laughs) Done it (laughs) once (laughs) so far. But I want to do drums and stuff, too. Oh, a see-through laptop. That's interesting. More Steam Deck. Oh, that is cool. A transparent Nintendo Wii. (laughs) Or GameCube one of the two usually they make this usually it's a Wii and they, they put the ga- the GameCube port like the game controller in it yeah but the Wii hardware so it because it's so much smaller
0: yeah 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 what the hell this yeah. oh another nothing headphone yeah That's it's cool it's the other nothing headphone yeah but yeah no transparent tech uh, the fad is coming back yeah so they, oh yeah there's nothing for well like i said i
2: one of the key like i just we just did a, a video on this this keyboard right here because i needed a wireless keyboard for the show and uh there's a couple other like just keyboards i want to get just because and they i'm gonna get shelves and it you came
0: know, okay wall there you go <laughs> but uh there's plenty of transparent uh shelves out there you can get yeah there's transparent ones too maybe i could i don't think i could get it for this but well, no, but I'm saying to make a keyboard. You, there's tons oh, of transparent yeah, yeah.
2: shells out there. Prototypes. I've seen that. The, the Xbox. That well, one. these are
0: different stories. I think you're getting into now. Yeah. Yeah, I that's not. That's not the transparent. This is just other article, Other articles.
2: No, this is page two of Play- the translucent. See. Oh. This is all, oh, all that, that stuff. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Oh, it's that speaker. Yeah, it's a. It's, yeah. It's not really. It's transparent, but it's not. This. Um. Oh, that those
2: stickers that you put on your phones, yeah, they make it look like. They, <laughs> yeah, they have those too. Yeah, those transparent speakers are so expensive. It's it's stupid. But when you're in front of them, apparently it's
0: super loud. Yeah, they're really loud. Yeah, I, I'd hate this. These oh. transparent TVs, that's like gonna be, that's going to be a thing. It's neat, but what if it's you can't you see right through it? Well, no, it's about okay. So it's about generating uh, pixels that black out. So, but so the background's completely black. It's like almost like a backlight that's black. Mm-hmm. That's there you go, Nate. you a transparent smartphone. Yeah, eventually that. Tra- if I think smartphones are going to be like a crystal, pretty much.
2: Well, we're still. You're still waiting for your. Uh, Wait
0: we'll to that point. Your wrist
2: thing. Oh, oh yeah, that would be. That, that cool could too. never work. Well, I think that would work. No, there's, I've seen videos where they they say they don't because of the way it would be. They, we're not at that technology yet for it to work hmm. because. For instance those those keyboards that do that. yeah, they suck. Oh, I know they suck. So we, we got it's gonna be a few years before we get to that point.
0: Yeah well we need more there needs to be more lasers, more detection, stuff like that. There needs to be a lot more things that happen with it. Yeah um so but anyway, so the road duo roadcaster duo <laughs> I, yeah the roadcaster duo podcast mixer provides bigger let you call it isn't a weed better which is really cool this even has like little like oh uh, you can like save sound effects and stuff to the side and everything which is really cool and it's just this all in this little mini package uh you can only took up two mics to it though but they're xlr um and obviously it's it's obviously it's a road brand it's actually going to be fairly it's going to be a decent quality product 700 dollars. well that's the pro 2 never mind i'm not looking at that where am i looking at where was the price there wasn't 700 dollars. <laughs> wasn't all seven hundred dollars people so don't freak out about that i don't know if i had a price anyway so now,
2: what's this road duo
0: yeah the roadcaster duo yeah so the original road 499. 499 yeah <laughs> uh, pro podcaster mix was the first big step to the evolution uh the original Roadpress pro was the first mixer specifically designed for podcasters uh, and the Podcaster Pro 2 with $700. Uh, went in a slightly different direction, inducing the ability to route different audio sources to different places. Uh, an Essential tool for game streamers, obviously. Uh, the pads were upgraded from simple audio triggers to multi-purpose smart pads that can be used for MIDI, which is really cool. Uh, vocal effects and more. This this would be really cool. That would be kind. Of, well, it's kind of like what you were doing earlier. You were something. You you were doing software. Yeah with that yeah <laughs> which a lot of people do with software but it's cool like to have it on a mixing board right there you can just click click and tap it
1: yeah yeah
0: you can only add you
2: can only add like uh eight or seven different onto apps. the mixing board and that's on- what onto you- this app for free
0: is that discord this is discord oh but of course uh, it's discord yeah anyway
2: you like it one two three four five six yeah eight you can add eight for free and then
0: you have to pay you have to pay
2: but it's purse it's in the server yeah. so like I have these uploaded but like if you go on our server you at home it. it'll they'll be in there
0: yeah because
2: yeah. I just out and I downloaded them from our website and just uploaded them yeah and it worked great because I was trying to do that thing for our for for the to be more
0: immersive okay with yeah my robot <laughs> oh okay yeah so the road cost you is five hundred dollars uh. It's not a bad price at all for this little tiny thing. Uh, does it record or do you still need a computer? Um, So it does seem like you can record like simple, like MIDI, like you can record sounds like a MIDI obviously would, like a MIDI device would. You can record sounds into it. Mm. But I don't know how long. That's the thing.
2: It looks like this is more of a an interface slash mixer. Yes. Yeah. That's why it it's all in one. Yeah. Cuz I had, well I had one but that it didn't work at all. Like it was, <laughs> it was a two channel version of a Behringer, but it was uh it plugged in through USB. Yep. It did nothing. I I don't know why it didn't work. Oh. So that's why I've stuck with the interface because I'm afraid it like wouldn't work, you know. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. it would now, but like that's whatever that was that I got just didn't do shit.
0: Yeah. it was weird i don't know yeah so two other small changes including the removal of the record button which is now virtual on the display okay uh, and there is also headphone port on the front edge uh the last changes result oh, yeah, one of the main nitpicks from the road pro R- the road caster pro 2 mm-hmm. uh, which only had uh headphone ports uh, around in the back yeah i guess that, that is an improvement from the front it's actually less cumbersome i guess uh the ports on the front uh 3.5 um rather than one and a half inch
2: see it would be better with the
0: all the ports on the front
2: yeah like on the back is fine but they need to make like channels to like to run underneath or something because if when the ports are on the back unless you have really long cables they're gonna go over the screen, and you know they're gonna get in the way, like this, like a Y mixer right here. Mm.
0: Like if well, they were on I would the phone, think it, this wouldn't happen. Well, I've seen podcasts that have kind of like a table, like we have, um, and they have them on their table. They have the mixer right here, and they have yeah, yeah. the cables reading this way and this way. They don't have them going over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, um, but yeah.
2: But this this reminds me. I I hope when it cools off a little, to at least do one podcast outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna bring the table out, just set up one of these cameras with USB. Yeah, and put on sit in front of the house.
0: Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, and this is a this is a great actually podcasting little device to bring. In. If you brought this in a good laptop, you could podcast on the go pretty easily. Just two XLR mics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd be all set. Um, and for five hundred dollars, like that's not a bad deal at all. No, and it has like obviously a whole bunch of things on the touchscreen. That's where a lot. Of a lot of things were moved to. Mm-hmm. What's What's really strange is uh, like when you do a
2: podcast live, you can only unless there's a, a, a thing that I haven't figured out. Like, see, uh, we have the mic plugged in. Yeah. On um, just one in the XLR on the interface, because if I plug two mics into the interface, it's only going to pick up the first. It won't pick up the other three. Through OBS. Oh, through OBS or yeah. It might work now on OBS, but it didn't work before. That's really weird. Yeah, it only takes the one channel. Uh, with this one, the this new OBS, it it might. I haven't tried, but that's why I use the mixer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I couldn't get more than one mic to, to work. So yeah. it's basically splitting into the one
0: channel. Into the one to the to the one channel on the on the yeah yeah on the interface on the interface. So that's why we do it this way. But uh, yeah, it's
2: just a pain in the butt. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is, I guess, yeah, that's annoying. But anyway, this uh, this is I would definitely recommend this. And created we knocked on road for when we did our like EGI video. Uh, uh-huh. I do like the DGI handheld, like the the on the go lavalier mics, better than the road ones. The yeah. road ones are really well done. They're not a bad product yeah. by any means. But so they do make good products.
2: Yeah, I really like the DGI one, and I was watching a uh, not Linus a. An Austin Evans video. Yeah. And he, him and uh, Jay Two Cents were building a computer inside a new, uh, what's that computer
0: store? Micro Center. My, the, yeah. A new one opened up in some other town. There's been a few, more than a few opened up. I wish one would open somewhat close to us. Yeah. Granted, the one that's, okay, I say that, but in the one, in some people, i mean, like, oh, it's only an hour away. Yes. It's like an hour away from us. Yeah. That's where Micro Center is. Yeah. But it's still a pain in the ass. Yeah. I'd love to go. <laughs> um, the, uh, so they did a video and they
2: were like interviewing people that were there, that were watching and they were using the DJI mic with that shitty microphone handle I bought first. Oh, like, you yeah. know, that little, it's a small, little, small ring yeah, yeah. extender thing. I was like, Hey, <laughs> that's why that's what set up. I tried out first, but yeah. now we, we just use, we use the road mic thing and just screw it up hook it up to that. Cause it looks so much
0: better. Yeah. It looks better. Yeah. It looks better. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Anyway, so let's get into the Ghostbusters. So Ghostbusters released the very short film uh, with the Ecto One chasing down the State Puff Marshmallow Man and destroying him. It was a pretty cool little video. I liked it. Well, and it was done by the obviously director that's going to be doing the movie. He did the last one too. Um, so yeah, it was just it was neat. the The problem with this video
2: is that. This is what they want to do for the AI stuff. To not use actors. They're not going to use cars. They're going to use stuff like this to make the movies. Yes, yeah. And program it all. The problem is, it doesn't look good enough. It looks like a video game. It looks like a really good life-looking video game. It does not look real. You can tell that it's not real. Oh, yeah, this you can tell. That's what I'm saying. This is what they want to do, and this is the first no but
0: show off of it. They've got a long way to go. Well, no, 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 but I've seen other shows that have used this on Amazon, and I didn't know until after I watched the making. What show? Uh, like Man in the High Castle. Um, I didn't know until after I was watching them making the scenes, and I was like, that entire scene was CGI. Cityscapes and stuff, they always are. No, no, well, no, there was a scene with like a car chase and like these, like, oh, uh, yeah, these, yeah. uh, what do you call it, uh, Russian, like, jet, like, they're rushed, they're they're Harrier jets, but they're Russian, I mean, not Russian, I mean, Germany, if does Germany design though? Well, if, uh, if, if, that's, whole, the, if that's the case, and yeah. I was like, holy, and I was like, that was a CGI scene, yeah, if, well, if that's like, the Damn. case, that's fine, but this is
2: not good enough, this particular video. Well,
0: well no, I can tell you the problem in this, like, the. Just from watching it, what makes it offset is the lighting. Okay, um, and the lighting is good. It's just it's it's not gritty enough. It's too perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see flaws in it, and that's where you see like the video game is when you can see like that kind of thing. I know you're talking about it's that uh, like, glossiness. Yeah, the glossiness too, uh, because it's giving too many shadows. Um, mm-hmm. So like the XO one should be a lot more matte color, mm-hmm. uh, and that's not coming across. Yeah. Like the lights reflecting off that. Matte color light doesn't reflect that well off it. Now if they made a video game that looks like this, all in. Well
2: that's, that's <laughs> Unreal Five. That's what games are. No, I know, at. I know, I know. But like a Ghostbusters game I'm saying. But oh. this this is this is the people that are making the the, the next movie yeah. while they have downtime during this wider strike. Yeah. And if they if they use this for the movie, I'd be pissed because it's not it's bad. <laughs> but they did really good with uh, the first one. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: All the effects. Or the last
2: one or whatever it was. Yeah. The uh the afterlife. Yeah. Cause oh, there's there's just so much in movies now that is CGI.
0: Yeah, but even like the the marshmallow special effects, I'm sure they know this. Like it needs a little bit more refinement because you can see the flaws in that. Yeah. You can clearly see the flaws in that. Mm-hmm. Like anybody can. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, it looks like a Grand Theft Auto game, yeah. Now if Grand Theft Auto Six looks good, oh <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm good but, I mean, but the thing is though too if you take compare this little short to special effects from like the 90s or 80s this looks realistic oh yeah 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 like the special effects they were using were you s- could
2: tell they were a cartoon before yeah they were but trash. they did really good with slimer back in the day yeah for what it was that was pretty good because it didn't look like a cartoon no i don't, I don't know not. how they
0: did that well a lot well a lot of the original was later, done, done miniatures yeah and shit yeah. yeah oh yeah miniatures that's right yeah a lot of that was done miniatures. Like like Star Wars, that was like
2: all miniatures, and it looked massive.
0: Well, yeah, the original they were big miniatures, but <laughs> the original Light and Magic, that was all like you I mean. But um, George Lucas was the one who actually started to invent technology like this and had not mm-hmm. technology. Uh, oh yeah, 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 he was the first to do it, mm-hmm. and he said it was the future of cinema. Oh yeah, which is understandable, but
2: like, if 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 it comes to that point where they don't even have to like do anything, they don't. Okay, no, no, it's not doing anything
1: no i'm special saying effects.
2: like when, when, when ai takes over and does it for them and then i'm sure they'll still have to tweak shit but like yeah to a point they they won't be able to they'll get special effects to a point but they won't get it exact like, AI. like they're
0: spitting movies out so fast as it is they need to slow down with that too oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no but special effects like special effects takes hours on hours on hours to do mm-hmm. it takes a long time oh there's specific takes, people that
2: do certain things like there's just people that do the background yeah it in takes the, in the
0: in the middle of the forest it takes longer to do uh vfx and it does practical effects takes a lot longer oh yeah it yeah. takes way longer um well like, it depends on what the practical effect is if it's like, like miniature i mean uh one by one well, by one well by like stop motion two movies i'm searching and missing both good movies if you haven't checked them out um, But the entire movie, the whole premise is, the entire movie is taking place either on an iPad, an iPhone, or a computer.
2: That's funny. Somebody said, uh, I feel like the only
0: good movie like that was Pixels. Some, uh, I, I like
2: Pixels, Pixels, but was terrible. a lot of people hated hated it. But hated like, it. I watched that that's movie funny.
0: in parts because it was so terrible. <laughs> that's so, that's it was, so funny. It was easily the worst Adam Sandler movie I've ever seen. It was like, <laughs> no joke was even funny. And you, it was just pulling off nostalgia. It was terrible. Why Peter Dinklage is in that movie, I do not know.
2: Oh, yeah. He was like... The, they just okay, paid him a bunch guy. of money
0: to be in the movie or something. Uh, like, it was it was terrible. Like, absolutely terrible. One of the absolute worst movies to come out. Um, too funny. That was like the pinnacle of the worst of Adam Sandler's career. It was just <laughs> terrible. Um, oh,
2: shit. Yeah. That's funny.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, this came out. So, Master and Apprentice. And it was really cool. What? This? The, this thing, yeah. So, this right. was a featurette for Ahsoka. Ahsoka comes out in just a short bit. Um, And it was featuring, obviously, it's obviously a whole big thing here. T- like, the Masters throughout history. Um, obviously, we have Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan trains obviously anakin anakin obviously trains ahsoka you mean and mm. i and if we go back further than that uh we can go all the way go back to yoda yoda trained doku 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 doku, doku trained qui-gon qui-gon trained oh we want obviously trained the anakin um Anakin uh, and trained ahsoka um, because we're getting into Ahsoka And it, it's part of that lineage now And obviously we also know it's confirmed Anakin is in Ahsoka He will be in Ahsoka uh, Hayden Christensen will be in Ahsoka
2: Was he in the uh, other one too? In what? The last, the uh, Obi-Wan He was in hey, Obi-Wan Was he? Yeah I, I just couldn't remember Yeah uh, Oh yeah could you, you, could, you could He's got some like His skin's drier <laughs> Or something well, no, They, did, they did de-age him
0: yeah yeah but you can you can he still you can see it in his face. Oh. Um, yeah and it's like it's this whole lineage and I love the fact that Dave Filoni points out he's like you can see in this video he gets really emotional about how much like he really worships George Lucas. Like he was like it's about keeping this George's legacy going. It's like a story he started and to keep up that franchise and to keep up that legacy and to do it right. Mm-hmm. Like it is like he wants to do right by George Lucas, like he worships the guy. <laughs> um, like Ahsoka is just a character he created on a piece of paper that they were just like, kind of like sitting around, like thinking about, like, hey, like what's the next thing we're gonna do here? We need a Padawan. Padawan was the Padawan was Ahsoka, um, and then George Lucas was like, oh, no, we need um, Anakin needs a Padawan, and she was like, and then. Uh, Dave Filoni's like, uh, Anakin doesn't have a Padawan, she, and uh, George's like, no, he has a Padawan, and that was the birth of the discussion of Ahsoka. Okay. Like that's how it started, right. um, and that's the birth of the character Ahsoka, and by George Lucas and Dave Filoni. And it's about her legacy, and it's going to be passed on, and because it's going to now go from Ahsoka to Sabine, uh, which is going to be really cool. And uh, I, like some Star Wars fans are kind of mad about it, but like it's like. Because Sabine isn't... From what we know, Sabine isn't Force-sensitive. But it seems like they're going to make it that way. They're going to go to that point where she is going... Or they didn't realize how Force-sensitive she was. But people don't realize that George Lucas... If you can just look up the interview on, on YouTube. as uh, It was on the old DVDs. Um, George Lucas said every single being in the universe has the Force. It's just a matter of how much they can actually access it.
2: Now, can everybody maybe sometime figure that out or there's only no so that's
0: why he created the metachlorians thing Uh-huh. <laughs> so metachlorians are kind of like the best way he described it in an interview and it wasn't on a video interview it's in one of the books I have for different interviews he would feel he described the metachlorians as like um, photosynthesis uh, plants oh. the more recep photosynthesis receptors that plants have the more sunlight they can take in to gain energy
2: didn't he want to make a movie based on them the, and the like, trilogy were, like the, the-,
0: the sequel trilogy was supposed to be based on that
2: now but was it supposed to be like this little city of Metaclorians? no or was it supposed to be like this? no but they're figuring no, no out. they were
0: supposed to he was supposed to bring in which is why george lucas because the last thing that george lucas worked on was the clone wars because the way it, what I read about it years ago, it, it sounded like it was going to be, hey guys,
2: I'm I'm Bobby Metaclore. No.
0: <laughs> no, the Metaclore. Like he said like they're they're like like receptors, mm-hmm. um, and those receptors are taking in the force from the wills. The wills exist beyond; they exist past the fifth dimension. Um, they are beyond time and space, mm-hmm. and that's where the force comes from, and that comes from us, obviously obtaining it through our, the Metaclorians. And Metachlor, as I said, like photons are coming in like sunlight and the more fo- like Metaclorin you have, the more of the force you can kind of wield and use to your power. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so that's that's where it comes down to. And it's going to be really cool because like Sabine is a really cool character. She's obviously and Sabine. I know the fact that like Dave Filoni wrote Sabine like how well George Lucas and Dave Filoni wrote Sabine. Because they're the one... They thought them together. Um, after, it's definitely Thrawn. If it wasn't for Thrawn, Sabine wouldn't exist. Okay. Yeah. Who is Sabine? Have we met her yet? Uh, Sabine's uh, one of the main characters in Rebels.
2: Okay. All right. Yeah, I wouldn't... I, would, I, uh, Sabine, I, ha- I have not met her yet.
0: Sabine Wren. Okay. She's a Mandalorian from the House Wren. Mm. Um, so, we were... Yeah. <laughs> um anyway lost my train of thought there Mm -hmm. so yeah so i think if sabine wouldn't have existed if it wasn't for thrawn because i know dave is just like myself am a huge fan of the original trilogy that came out after uh return of the jedi which was the heir to the empire trilogy which was amazing uh which was written by timothy Zahn, uh who has written a number of thrawn books in the new canon which are great actually if you haven't read them um and he is, if you look up his profile, he is executive creative consultant for Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Which is great because he is... There No, it should be nobody else saying how Thrawn acts but him. He is the creator of Thrawn. He's the one who should be saying how it works. Oh, cool. Uh, and why it's so great is why I say Sabine was not be created if it wasn't for Timothy Zane writing Thrawn the way he did in 1991. Uh, because Thrawn picks apart his enemies by looking at how they how they make art mm-hmm. he can pick apart he can look at the artwork of their culture and immediately pick apart their military strategy and tear them apart and it's it's great he's a he's the way timothy Zahn puts it he said um in one interview he said i hate bad guys and good guys that um just either seem to goof up uh from dumb some dumb mistake or a bad guy that just like, overlooks something retarded and gets like taken advantage of um like they're too full of their ego and then just get get stomped on mm. he, he doesn't like that which is why he wrote uh thron thron is a bad guy he's not really a bad guy that's the thing too either he's he's a he's a guy that he doesn't care about the good or the bad he doesn't give a shit about that he cares about winning that's what he cares about and he is stupid smart. He doesn't fall for any stupid tricks. If you think you're ahead of him, no, he's probably three steps ahead of you. <laughs> and that's probably a certainty. Uh, that's why it makes him a such a great bad guy. Uh, even though he's not a bad guy, technically, by, I mean... Uh, but semantics, that's really getting to. Anyway, <laughs> um, so he's a great character. But Sabine's character is all about... She is a Mandalorian that left her house... Um, because she created a terrible weapon that killed Mandalorians, uh, and she felt terrible about it. And but she uses she's also uh, kind of a punk rocker. She protests um, the Empire with her graffiti. She's an artist. So it's really cool to see the parallels there. So I don't think I just think I think Sabine Ren wouldn't have existed if it wasn't for Thrawn. And the fact that now we're getting to the point they're going to pair them uh, against each other. Uh, with these two. And obviously the two pairs that are kind of go Because we have two Master Apprentice groups. We have uh, Balin and Shin uh, kind of versus Ahsoka and Sabine. Which is going to be really cool. And both of them are not Jedi and they're not Sith. Because Ahsoka is not a, a Jedi. Uh, Sabine is a Mandalorian that's possibly being learned the ways of the Jedi. Possibly. Um, uh, from Ahsoka. Even though Ahsoka is not a Jedi. And then we have Balin and Shin who are survivors, possibly, of Order 66. Well, Balin is definitely a survivor of Order 66. We don't know what Chin is, but they're in the gray area because they are not uh, Sith. They are kind of mercenaries that kind of just work for the highest bidder. So they're just surviving after Order 66 is the best way to put it. So, so we got two gray groups that are kind of getting pinned against each other in this series. I'm surprised we haven't met her in Mandalorian. Is it a different time? Um. So she. So we. she's around in Mandalorian. We haven't seen her um but she okay so this is the thing though we haven't the um, the last time we seen her uh was the last episode of rebels in season four um and then a whole bunch of shit happened that's why a lot of people were like wow is dave Filoni ever going to fill in the gap here when we first saw the dark saber in mandalore we're like whoa how does he have the dark saber uh, because a whole because obviously Sabine was the one who handed it over to uh, Bo Katan, um, because it was originally Sabine. They wanted Sabine to rule Mandalore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they thought she was the one. And she was like, no. And there's a whole big episode, and you see, like, she's like, no, you're really the re- like you should be the leader of Mandalore. Speaking about Bo Katan, mm-hmm. uh, and then obviously, obviously in the storyline we move forward now, Bo Katan is obviously the leader of Mandalore. Um, so we don't know what happened to her and obviously there's in the trailer if you watch the trailer uh they're like well there can only one person we can get help from and uh the what's his face i can't remember the robot's name uh says sabine so ren and she's like yeah but will she kind of think like because she's kind of been off on her own thing she kind of went off into her own thing after ezra disappeared and stuff so so yeah Mm-hmm. And I won't say exactly what happened to Ezra or Thrawn Because something happens to both of those characters So go watch Rebels Because uh, it's kind of a cliffhanger Which is why always super excited about Soga Because we know both those characters are going to possibly be in it And we're going to find out what happened to them dun, dun, um, dun. So, Which is really really cool uh, And we're going to see if definitely flashbacks Because we do know Kanan Jarrus is in it um, And 3, 2, 1 This is going to be a spoiler alert. So 3, 2, 1, Kanan is dead uh, So we know he's in it um what? but we Nets. don't we don't know who's playing him.
1: Hmm.
0: So Yeah. Um because uh the person that's playing him obviously wouldn't be able to play him, he doesn't even look like him really. Uh so we don't know who's going to play Kane Jars, which I'm excited for. Uh Kane Jars is a really cool character. So uh I, I'm no, no I'm excited for this show. It's only a few days away. Uh it'll be the first day of my vacation it will come out. I'm going to stay up and watch the two hour premiere. It's going to be freaking awesome. <laughs> well, it's not two hours. It's an hour and like 30 minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be. Two episodes of the premiere. Uh, but yeah, it's absolutely incredible. And the fact that Dave Filoni is, it's his project. He's head of it. And uh, uh, what do you call it? John Farva is head producer. It's absolutely great. And Timothy Zane is uh, friggin' uh creative consultant like that is a perfect team right. absolute perfect team
2: hopefully, hopefully it's it's good <laughs> it disease uh, that that secret secret uh secret war or secret of agent wasn't that good secret what it's uh the the uh the avengers there
0: uh what's his name oh it was. It was not good. No. It was. It was really weird. Well, I, I. I will. I don't like anything that Marvel's done anyway. But that's a whole other discussion. Uh, <laughs> he was. He, he was in Star Wars. What's his name? Uh,
2: <laughs> S- secret in Agent
0: man. man. Secret agent. Nick Fury. So, oh. Yeah.
2: It was. A, it was basically. Oh yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. It was. It was. Uh, yeah. They
0: literally killed.
2: How I Met Your Mother, like in the first episode. <laughs> so yeah. kobe they killed Kobe's like i'm like what why should they tell yeah, why it's... is there a picture of her with red hair tells us. i don't know <laughs> <But>.
0: <laughs> anyway so and then we got next week well a week from now uh not Retro this World. saturday but next saturday next saturday we have Retro World expo we're gonna be going just saturday yep uh we'll be going saturday morning uh we'll spend the day there mostly um yeah, and we'll see how it is. We're not going to spend... We're not getting press passes. We're not spending two days there. Uh, there's just not enough there. And the guests are just not enough there. I mean, I might stop to say hi to Retro uh, na- Nacho. Nacho Nacho? Nacho production. There was a video he just made. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I watch all his videos. He does a lot of He does a lot of reviews on the upgrades you can make to uh, retro consoles. Is which, he the one that does the, There's a video for a, like an HDMI
2: input for a PlayStation? He, he does all of them.
0: Yeah? He does all of them. Yeah. But uh,
2: most of these people are...
0: I've never... Like, they've either been here before, or I've never heard of them. Yeah, yeah. Like, some of these people, like, I don't know. Like, obviously, we don't even have it. Obviously, I know. Who, I'm sure that's the thing, though. Unless you're really into retro gaming, you're not going to know who Retro Rec is. Okay, this is a convention for people are in retro gaming. But I know who Retro Rec is because I like his content better than the Game Chasers, which is why I know who he is. Okay. Um, But he owns now he owns, like, a game shop and stuff, though, too. So I don't even know. That, that's what it is, though. He owns, like, a retro game shop now. He doesn't really do hunting as much all right uh obviously well, this guy this, guy this guy this guy's always here yeah we got his autograph already we got to make that that
2: soft box so yeah we like do we have to make shadow that, box
0: yeah. the device is in my house anyway uh-huh. i have like a stack of shadow boxes so, <laughs> uh jeremy so i think he was there last year was he yeah uh, this girl was there last year i don't remember even seeing her though that's the only thing like if she's you're just, gonna be if, if you're a, gonna be a guest at the show she was a writer She's a writer or something she's a yeah. video game writer
2: if you're gonna be a guest of the show and you're not like having trouble
0: getting there yeah be, be there yeah you um, know bob bob from retro rgb he's always there he's yeah. cool he always pull cool talk to you too yeah we got uh, some ugly looking mug and this guy whoever the hell he is gangrel from aw and WWE. never heard of him
2: they're, they're doing wrestling which is funny the wrestling thing i mean it's funny. amusing for people that are into wrestling i'm yeah. just not into it uh there's a developer called headcanon there sonic stuff research group huh. i don't know who they are our buddy brian blackmore uh, yeah i saw them as a guest i was like why is brian a oh, i guess oh so. well hey because well, he does video game videos uh he does uh, and then we got mike levy yeah which i don't understand oh, yeah uh, Jezzar. Jez is that what it is? why was that said
0: yeah I don't know who Jezar.
2: I don't know who the hell he is
0: I've never heard of him uh, he's a trading card game collector oh okay so I guess if you're into that you know who he is uh, yeah. and Travis obviously Laundry yeah but, and then we got the people that have their cars outside Phoenix Reese, I, th- I think he's the guy who bought
2: uh, HT85 stuff I'm not sure
0: I looked that up oh he might be you're right yeah I think that is him yeah Yeah, but But, uh, yeah, no, but like even like I was saying, like we decided not to do the two days. One of the big like deciding factors for me was when I find out Norm wasn't going to be there. I was mm -hmm. like, okay, that's that's like the one panel I actually like, really like enjoying to go to. And if he's not even going to be there, I'm not. It's not, yeah, or Pat, Pat's not there. It's not really worth it um, to me anyway. There's not anybody that's really like pulling me in to go. Oh, I want to go see that person's panel. That's not, not happening. So we're going,
2: you know, one day, one day, checking out the booths. Buying some stuff. Yeah. More stuff for the wall. Yeah. Um and we'll see. We'll see what we do. Yeah. And will. uh hopefully well not hopefully. By the next podcast we'll be over nine hundred subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, we should be. We get like a couple a day now. Yeah, we're at eight ninety eight. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, All
0: right, you're finally.
2: Yeah we got a couple of videos it's, we already it's, recorded
0: it's, that just need to be edited yeah a couple things like well now we have a string of videos that are close to the same thing that people are watching and watching and mm-hmm. watching and what so they're watch they'll watch one video but they'll watch the other like three or four mm-hmm. right after and, and that keeps on going up and up mm-hmm. so yeah which is good but anyway this has been talking gaming and tech we'll be back in two weeks to fill you in on how the conference went and whatnot mm-hmm. and what went on and uh possibly fill you in because that between now and the next podcast we also might go to the only one of the biggest nuclear accidents that ever happened in history it's right down the road from the, where we're doing this podcast right now mm-hmm. and that's all we're going to tell you right now because we'll tell you if we actually talk about it later on the video mm-hmm. uh but yeah it was it's crazy what we found out about it but stay tuned for a future video possibly about that uh I'll leave you hanging a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks. But this is Talking and Tape. Talking gaming and tech. (laughs) For the
2: latest and greatest in gaming and tech, Tech Prime Media, right there.